There once was a man named Gold Roger who was king of the pirates. He had fame, power, and wealth beyond your wildest dreams. Before they hung him from the gallows, these were the final words he said. Our perspective is yours for the taking, but you'll have to join us first. We left everything we debated at the Yonko table. Ever since, pirates from all over the world set sail for the Grand Line, searching for the Yonko table, the table that will make their dreams come true. Yo! Yo, 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 everyone. That is the voice of your Yonko host, Dr. Jace Attorney. And the Yonko table has come back yet again, setting sail for the Grand Line on our next episode of One Piece Chronicles. It's been a long time coming. A lot of people have been waiting for this one. And this week, we will be tackling Water 7. Now, mind you, it won't be the entirety of Water 7 because Water 7 is a hefty, a hefty boy, a hefty arc in the realm of One Piece. So we'll be splitting Water 7 into three separate episodes. As to what the last two episodes will be separated into, we're still in the discussion phase of that. But what we will cover in this week's episode, we will cover everything from the beginning of the arrival at Water 7, the island, all the way up to Rocket Man, when they sail off into the sea on the on the the rocket, <laughs> the rocket train ship <laughs> as it goes into the ocean makes no sense. But to help me deep dive this week's episode of the Yonko Tables, fellow Yonko, Grandmaster Hoop. Grandmaster, are you a Frankie Stan? Uh, I am a Frankie Stan because there's a lot going on at Water Set in Water Seven, the saga in in general, and Frankie's introduction and his relevance to the overall saga was done quite well. For what may seem to be like an overloaded saga, it actually meshes pretty all well together. So, and uh, part as far as the emotional beats go. This one was definitely up there with some of the top tier One Piece emotional rides. So yeah, ready to get into this. Ready as well, ready as well. So we also have fellow admirals and supernovas here to join us today. No relation to Grandmaster Hoop, Hooper TV. Call me Kame Chris. It's the one, the only, Nino Desplazado. And all right, let's get into it. Water seven. Um, I guess I, I just want to feel out the room a little bit. Um, there's a lot of people in the One Piece fandom that consider Water Seven, and I mean the entirety of Water Seven, uh, you know, all the way from the island to Eddie's lobby, the whole saga. A lot of people consider this one of, if not the best arc in One Piece. Uh, what what does some of y'all feel about that? Do you, is it is it up there? Like I, I don't think I've ever heard anything negative about Water Seven, but um, I don't know. Did any any negative naysayers or positives? For hands Water down, Seven? number one, number Ooh. one, hands down, number one Ooh. for you. Top Ooh. three, saga. top three. <laughs> Kame it's, Chris, it's, not number one. <laughs> it's top three. It's top three. It's easy top three. Interesting, yeah, interesting. Interesting. It's up there. Um, you think, too. <laughs> yes. I mean, um, yeah. No. Wait, doubt. wait, wait. Let me just. Can, can, can I like ask like what's what's the best art? Oh, like, uh, I don't know. I I haven't really done a ranking uh recently. The Easy. last time I did a ranking was probably uh like during Dressrosa. So I need to reevaluate because upon rewatching a lot of these, like I rewatched 
this whole thing. It's a doozy, but this one just does it really well as far as kind of the overarching, and it's really three arcs in total that make right. up the whole Water 7 saga. It just does it very well, and compared to what we've been given already, timeline-wise, it's probably number one by the time you finish it. It's probably number one. Yeah. Yeah, I rank everything. Water 7 definitely is the number one saga. And then I think if I'm ranking arcs, I think I go Eating Slobby, number one. Ooh. Arlong, two. And then Ooh. Water 7, three. Arlong. These are, these are Water 7, three. So wow. not only is it like the number one saga, but it has two of the three best arcs, in my humble opinion. No, no Davy back as number one? Are you kidding me? Close. It fell right outside the top three. I see. Okay, it barely made the cut. Mm, these are these are some strong uh, <laughs> these are some strong feelings. Well, well, Nino, you, you recently watched uh, not too long ago. Um, it's been a, it's almost been a year. Since, has it really uh, been a year since you caught yeah, up? Yeah, since I since I wow. caught up, it's almost been a year since I started. Crazy. So, <laughs> That's yeah. insane. I feel like and it was last here. week or something. <laughs> but what do you call it? I think for this arc, I think I have to give it a. You know, uh, obligatory uh, super. <laughs> <laughs> this arc is definitely a, a super arc, um, and I think, I think it's top three. Um, the saga, I, I think Water Seven is better than Any's Lobby. Uh, okay. Okay. I agree. I feel like Any's Lobby is gonna, and we'll get to that. I feel like once we a lot of more things that are explained looking back uh, because there's a lot of things from Eni's Lobby that still aren't explained to this day. Uh, I feel like we'll look, it'll finally surpass it, but Water 7, like what we're getting into today is just great. But I also feel like Marine Ford is, 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 is top tier. A lot of people default to Marine Ford um, as, yeah, as the I'm best really arc in forward. One Piece. I'm really looking forward to our conversation about Eni's Lobby because it's a water seven and obviously we'll talk about this today um i think it's pound for pound like probably the strongest arc but i think any slobby's highs are just some of like the best highs oh, in all of one piece yeah yeah no i i yeah. actually yeah agree that's why i say water seven you know it's a little weird but no indy's lobby is definitely probably number one if not number two sitting, but, like really fighting for number okay. one but yeah. enos enos lobby is only as good as the excellent setup that was water seven you can't have a great any lobby without a water seven and right. i feel like and we're gonna get into it but the writing i feel like is a lot better in water seven than it is in Indy's Lobby. Well, um, I think oh, Indy's Lobby is kind of just like Hooper TV said, the culmination. Yeah. So yeah, right. it's like the resolution almost. So, but it does have highs and it is all because of the cause and effect here with Water 7, so. Right, exactly. And I mean, it picks up right where we left off from last week. We. We picked up off from a, a very, very, very solid arc, despite what Grandmaster Hoop may say. I about didn't say anything the, about it. <laughs> the Davy Back fight is by far one of the most hilarious arcs in One Piece. Um, and, and, and it was a soft introduction to Water 7 because it, it ended off with um, Aokiji basically giving the Straw Hats a warning, telling them, hey, you know, that girl Nico Robin, 
she's you might want to keep an eye on her i don't know she, she might cause some trouble later on and he was basically a prophet because off to the next island they go and they enter the city of water seven the the, the island of water the city of water i, I think it's the it's city called. of water yeah the city of water and, and it's very inspired uh, inspired by um venice uh architecture from italy yes it's really nice i like this area the, did you guys pick up on that on your initial read or like kind of like yes. on the rewatch um i think well upon rewatching i definitely noticed the venetian having just visited venice with my siblings it's very you can tell the interconnectivity of the canals uh you know even the part where they're talking about the city is sinking uh you know that's a that's a true thing venice is a technically sinking so i i like that oda does real world tie-ins and you know parallels and inspirations this one was a really well thought out one with the levels Very of the good. water and whatnot yeah and i think i was just gonna say that um i think it's obviously being pulled from venice but it really feels like i think this is hands down one of my favorite settings i think not only is it like cool, creative, has that familiarity of like a Venice, um, but I think the art, at least in the manga, and I don't know if the anime watchers feel the same. Like, I think this is some of Oda's best artwork in terms of like the setting and kind of like the world and the landscapes. Like as soon as you arrive, I think it's like a full page spread. You're like, oh, oh yeah. shit, this looks beautiful. And I think he goes all out like throughout this entire arc of like, just like, in terms of like the background art, just constantly just showing you like you're in like you're in this really cool area, this really cool city, and I'm really impressed by his art in this this chunk of One Piece. No, I I definitely agree. He really showcases um his art in this arc in terms of like uh, just everything involving uh, how Water Seven is designed, the architecture, even the the shipwright company, uh, Galley Law. You know, the way, like, Oda does his research, like, because, you know, when you first get into One Piece, it's like, okay, he has a basic understanding of, like, what a ship is. A ship needs a sail to, you know, go on the ocean. But, like, this man does a lot of research into the into the science behind shipbuilding uh, because they come to this island because the Straw Hats want a new ship. Or, or rather, not a new ship. They want, they want their old ship, the Merry Go, to be repaired. And they're going to use the gold that they got from Skypea to exchange at the currency exchange shop. And then they're going to pay for repairs. And um, it, it's just nice to see all these, uh, all these shipwright characters and see the city surrounding them. You get the, um, what are they called? Uh, the y Yagara bulls, the Yagara bulls. Yes. They're basically the, the, the boats of the city. Yeah. They're, they're um, what are they? gondolas. They're gondolas. Gondolas. Yeah. I, I I just think they're funny. They're they're funny little you know sea creatures that they use. They're always they always have a smirk on their face, and it's like I'm sure if you punch them, they'll still have a smirk on their face. Um, I just I just like how Oda adds his own little flair to it. It's not copy and paste. Yeah, this is Venice, Italy. No, this is like this is Water Seven, and here are the bulls that we use to get around. So, well, he makes he makes the, his settings a character. You know, you got the bulls mode of transportation right. you got the canals and you know the waterways that makes the city unique and then it's characterized because it's known for its shipwrights 
it's known for its shipbuilding, you know? So, it's a giant fountain. It is. Yes, it is. big fountain. They really took that also water one theme. Big, just, <laughs> one big water fountain. Yeah, they're like, great. <laughs> It's it's hilarious. I mean, uh, it's it's great. Oda made. I think this is one of Oda's best islands. You know, Oda has a lot of islands that he's had from you know East Blue to Grand Line to New World. I think this is in the top tier of like one of his best designed islands. Um, so when the Straw Hats get here, they kind of split off as they usually do uh, whenever they reach a new area. Um, what is it? Luffy, Nami, Usopp, right? They go to the yes. exchange shop mm -hmm. them with the money. Yeah, they the they're money. going to go cash in the money, and and I think that's where they learn that they have three hundred million berries. Yes, mm -hmm. well, that's well, when well, they... well, first they try they almost got swindled out of the yeah. yes out of the the currency guy. What was he going to give yeah. them a hundred at first? A hundred million, yeah. And then <laughs> Usopp and Luffy are like, "Ooh, yes, let's go." <laughs> Navi does Nami... not. Navi doesn't take that. <laughs> right. No, I mean that was funny. I definitely like that. So I don't even think Nami knows how much it's worth. She just like just tries to like I think she was haggle. squeezing it out of him. Yeah. No, no, got, she like, she knew it was more than a hundred million though, because did she? Yes, she did. Because if you go back and watch, <laughs> you know, that's why he caved so much. Because he knew he was uh he was uh swindling them too. He oh, he okay. he lowballed. He purposely lowballed, thinking right. they'd be dumb enough. But then, you know, he was sweating once Nami said, uh, "You know, stop, stop pulling our leg." Right. I think Nami's right. never that... going to take the first offer, though. You know, I think she was always going to push back on the first offer. Probably, but she knew it. that yeah. was too low. She already deduced that. Even if, it... even if that was the right price, she was going to scam her way through it anyway. <laughs> if, if he if he offered three hundred million, she was going to say, "Excuse me." <laughs> <laughs> That'd be probably more she knows she knows the worst she's not dumb she's a she's a she's the cat burglar she Thank knows God she was there <laughs> right exactly exactly um so that's that's their objective with Usopp Nami and Luffy and then uh Zoro stays on the ship to sleep because Zoro loves his sleep that's all he does um what sanji do he goes off to get ingredients yeah he goes to go shopping for food yeah stock okay. up normal and, normal uh like they're all doing their things that they're good at exactly you know? right yeah. they're, they're they have normal the money crew, for it. the normal crew split up exactly uh and i think it was a uh, not well no not nami robin and chopper chopper they did their they own just, thing with books. Yeah, they yeah. were gonna go. Well, they were going to go to a bookstore. They were, and then what? What happens? A, a mysterious figure, just a, a a masked man. A masked man. What? What? what they, honestly, reading it, it was kind of hilarious because Robin's all smiles and Chopper's like, "Oh, Robin, let's go to this bookstore," and you just see this guy walk by, and he's like. CP9. <laughs> she just loses it. She's like, is that is that how you read it? You said it that quick. <laughs> CP9. <laughs> he didn't say just CP9. He, he said something like CP9 is here. Whatever. But like, and in the anime, he says he just. I think he just says CP9. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. That's all he says. That's all he says. That's all he says. Oh, that's even funnier. That's even funnier. But he said he doesn't say it quick like he's like CP9. Oh, he drags it. Wow. Okay. Because I'm pretty sure in the manga, he 
He said something. I don't remember what. I have the manga open. I have the manga open. He says, "I'm with CP9." That okay? No, there oh we go. no, no. It was no. a they, sentence. They drama. They dramatize it so much. Yeah, slow it, was, it was like they walked by, and it was that moment of doom. Slow down. Yeah, it goes slow mo. It goes slow mo. Yeah. It goes like it goes all white. Like it fades out the background, and it's just them two. So, and, oh, wait, go ahead. Oh no, that's it. Yeah. No, I was going to say, so it, it's presented to you in slow motion, but I guess when you look at it as, in like real time, <laughs> the guy is just walking by saying, CP9. <laughs> and she just, <laughs> she's like, holy crap. Oh my God. <laughs> Who said that? Um, so what, I mean, that's pretty much the part where Robin just dips, right? She dips. She leaves yeah, Trapper again. She's out of there. She she knows. She knows what's coming uh, after her. Um, well, she, and, felt, she felt like guilty like she because she knew exactly what uh, the all that entailed and she knew she was putting everybody in well as, as a reader we don't know anything she just dips right oh, yeah just, that's the oh, first time we hear about cp9 like yeah. we never heard that phrase oh that's right that's right that's we right. never heard about it and and also you know robin after recovering from aokiji's you know assault with the ice powers um She's actually like kind of back to her normal self a little bit. She's like smiling with the crew. Yeah, she was talking. fine. She was fine. Yeah, she wasn't like you guys with think so? a little. I, she I think, was. I think fine, she was fine. I think she, she got was a little. I think she's putting on a mask. It like yes. she comes out and says she's fine, but it kind of like at least the way I interpret it was that she's trying to put on a brave face. I think she was yes. like internally kind of going through it though. I mean, like I I feel like it did bother her, but yeah. I don't think she had any thought of like leaving the crew yet no. at that point. Once yeah, once yet. she heard CP9, she was like, I'm out. I, the, the yeah, thing, yeah. I gotta get out. The thing is, is that I think the point was like thematically and like for Robin's character arc, Aokiji proved that there were threats in this world that um, the crew could not protect, like she could not protect the crew from and the crew could not protect her from. Right. And mm. she had to realize, like, then when she's faced with the decision with CP9, she's like, I have no other choice if not. I've already seen what the world government can do, you know, with people they don't like. And, right. you know, so. But yeah, I think too, you know, because when you really think about it, Aokiji, she had not seen him in 20 years, that's, you know. That's two decades. And she, she's kind of, you know, made a living for herself and she was fine. And but all the while she was alone and then she meets the straw hats and now she actually holds something of value to her, you know, so then, you know, they miraculously escaped Aokiji and then she puts she's like, OK, that was a once in a chance running. We're good. What are the I'm gonna odds? Put on, I'm gonna, yeah. What are the it. odds? I'm going to put on this brave face. I'm going to go get a book with the doctor. <laughs> We're gonna go back and fix our ship, even and then, then CP9. Even <laughs> the then, CP9. <laughs> and then, and then it's a wave. It's a perspective. Yeah. Like she can't escape this. But like, she hasn't no. fully bought into the straw hats yet, because she's still calling everyone doctor or. She's she's or... she's she's so close. She's so close. Yeah, yeah, but, but then, then this giving wave. Me that look, Hooper TV. But oh no! So Did... hold on. My look is like my look was um. And I almost don't want you to tell me. My look is, I'm curious if, like, she changes after that. Now I can't even remember. 
Does this she not? Good. Does she stuff. stop calling them by titles after no, 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 no. that? Hey, hey, hey! Let's let's save that. Oh, you're yeah, right. Okay, okay. okay. Uh, I will say this: back. she right, only right. says Luffy by name. That is the only one she <laughs> that says is by true. name. Up to this I, point. Up to, up this, to point. this point. Maybe gotcha. I'll. Maybe my mind will change once we get uh, after. Navigator, this swordsman, cook. I, I honestly just thought it was like her her proper way of like it's long nose to right long, long <laughs> nose wait that's oh my god that's so interesting that everyone has like a de- a, a designated thing and then Usopp gets long nose we'll, I mean we'll he's get the, back to that. well okay we'll I know where you're going with this actually yeah. she she kind of wait what what? I mean oh she, because he no. kept up with this I mean she calls Chop like not Doctor Chopper but she like today she still calls him like. Just the way she says it is very formal. Chopper. She says everybody's name kind of still formally. But yeah, yes, kind of like but, uh, like by their titles a they're, little. They're, bit. When but, we get when we get to we'll later get on in the start. Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll get, get there. there. <laughs> we'll get there. So she's we'll gone. Promise. She's gone. She gone. She Chopper's like, where'd Robin go? Where'd yeah, I go? think this establishes mad one of. Yeah, I was gonna say I think this establishes one of the coolest parts of Water Seven that I don't think Oda's done up to this point is like this. The sense of mystery, you know, it's like this CP9 person's wearing a mask. They only say CP9 and it's like, who's CP9? Who's this mask wearer? And I think this ties in to probably the next part where it's like, you're kind of wondering who is the bad guy of this arc? Who is these mask wielders? And what they do is they throw 10 characters at you immediately. And I think it's so smart because you're immediately like, I don't know. You have no idea who could have been behind that mask or anything. Yeah. Right. That's the whole mystery because what? Um, well, well, first the Straw Hats, they get introduced to the the mayor of Water 7, Iceberg. 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 His Iceberg. assistant. His assistant. Uh, Kali- Khalifa. Khalifa? Khalifa, Khalifa okay. yeah. Khalifa. Um, and Khalifa's an interesting character cool. and along with a bunch of the other shipwrights because what we get... Um, Polly. Polly, we Pauly. get Lucci. You get, get Polly, you get Kaku, you get the guy with the thing. Um, oh my God. Tile, there's Tilestone. Tilestone's the buff guy. Yeah, Tilestone's the guy who screams all the time. Tilestone, like, yeah. Shut up, you're too loud. <laughs> um, there's the guy with weird, the sunglasses, too. You get the weird ventriloquist guy. Lucci, yeah, you meet Lucci. Yeah, you have this guy named Lucci who's like a weird ventriloquist who's like talking through his bird. Through Hattori the pigeon. Hattori the pigeon. I also love how Luffy's first instinct was, I want to fight that guy. I don't, I don't he like calls him guy. the pigeon guy. He calls him yeah. pigeon guy. Actually, I think his first instinct, he doesn't like the pigeon first. Yes. Because the right. pigeon, yeah, the pigeon's making fun of him, I think. Yeah. Right? So, something like that. Um, but yeah, they go to Iceberg because. Uh, we forgot to mention the C train. Uh, they meet Granny Kokoro, oh, and she right. gives them she gives them the letter of recommendation to go see Iceberg. She's like, Iceberg yeah. and I are drinking buddies. So right, and that's yeah. the first time they see the C train, which is basically a train that traverses on the, the ocean. And I think also, we're forgetting another. No sense. I think we're forgetting another thing that is on the train tracks. And it can the also frog. be pretty big. Oh. The fucking frog. Was he on the train tracks in the beginning? I oh, know. Yoko, yeah. Yokozuna? Yokozuna? Uh, Yokozuna. Yokozuna. Yeah. Yokozuna was. I just know he gets hit. Well, I know. I know. <laughs> at the beginning, they see the train, and then they're like, Zoro sees a frog. Is like, there's a frog doing the front stroke. And they're like, <laughs> oh, right, right, right. <laughs> 
They're like, ah, oh, you're crazy. Oh, dude. they called him a liar. They didn't believe. Yeah, they called him a liar. <laughs> you're, that's where you draw the line. We've seen so many things on this adventure, but you don't believe me on a a frog doing the front stroke. Right. <laughs> but didn't they say that in Long Ring Long Land as well? Like that was a a callback from the arc right before, well, the people, um, that they were saving right before they were well, right when they met Aokiji. They were like, we saw a frog doing the front stroke. And then they were like, oh, crazy. Yes. Oh, yeah. they did. Oh, See, this is okay. this is that filler bit I was telling y'all about. Oh, yeah. okay. Got it. Yeah. Got mm. So, yeah, now they, so, yes, they got the letter recommendation. There's this frog who tries to fight the sea train. Uh, it's bodied <laughs> multiple right. times. But he lives. He lives. He He's lives. getting stronger every time. Very Back true. to Iceberg. Back to Iceberg. I mean, Iceberg, all of Galley Law Company. I mean, I mean, we keep talking about like Kokoro and the Frog. Like, they just give you so many good characters in this arc. They did right like, off the bat. There's a yeah. lot of solid side characters in this arc. Like, there wasn't a single person where I was like, "Oh my god, this guy again!" Really, yeah. you have to cover this character. I loved all the characters, whatever role that they might have served. Um, maybe the granddaughter was like the only chimney one chimney Chim with the the, the bunny the that thought it was a cat the, no it is a cat but she calls it no no well, it's, it's a it's, rabbit it's, it looks it's, like a rabbit but she calls it a cat no i thought well, it was the other it. way around it's no 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 she's it's a she's rabbit that thinks it's a cat she, no she calls it a cat and it's clearly There's a rabbit no way. yes uh, because she goes We're good. This is my thing. this is my granddaughter I'm, I'm Chimney back checking. <laughs> and her cat Gombe. I'm on it. I'm on. Yes, it. that's the joke. That is the joke. I thought the joke because the cat says meow meow, and it's like that's silly because it's not really a cat. It's a rabbit. She calls it a cat, and it be clearly designed because they as a treat rabbit. It, they treat it. No, like no, a cat. it says Gombe, who Chimney thinks is a cat. See, Gombe is Chimney's pet rabbit. cat. Yes, that's what I just actually, said. No, no, no. Although he is actually a rabbit. Thank you. What do you mean that proved my point? She calls it a cat. <laughs> That's what I've been saying. No, you haven't. You're lost, Grandmaster. Just, just stop. Okay. Just stop. Anyways, they're like the only two. She's the worst. If she's like the lowest character, she's still pretty good. She's, she's, she's not fine. The, there's, she's, no, she's... No, there's no bad. The only bad character is on the C train. But we'll get there later. Oh, good. Okay, you know what? No, I I, I take it back. Yeah, there is a bad character. <laughs> um, so, but that's a little bit ahead. Um, so right now we have to see Kaku in action. We have to yes, see Kaku in cool. action. Yes. And let me tell you something. Everyone oh. everyone still kill, tells me that I'm crazy. When you I are crazy. Well, you are crazy. crazy a little bit. I know what you're about to say. Go ahead. That Because Luffy went into this arc saying, we need a carpenter to join our crew. And then if you look at these manga, when I first watched it, I was like, oh, Kaku's the most obvious person to me <laughs> like that that's going to join the crew. And when you look at him and these, I can't even see these pages because I have it blurred, but there's like a four page like dedication at the end of chapter 325. And then he's like, he's jumping <laughs> off the roof and he's like, and then they have full page dedicated to him. They call him Mountain Wind. He's the Gali Law Doc One car carpentry foreman, Kaku, and he's showing how great he is. I'm sorry, that that's like clear indication that Oda was like, "Ooh, ooh, look at this you nice cannot, little person." You cannot have two long nose members on a crew. Okay. Oh, that's the okay, line you're okay. drawing because they have long noses. 
Are we talking about a little bit? I was gonna say that actually that they both can't have long noses. <laughs> yeah. I was gonna say you can't have two people that look so similar. <laughs> you, even the crewmates think they look similar. Tune in your point um, about you know Kaku possibly and a crew member. We were talking a little bit about this off mic, just like this arc, and you know Oda's done it in the past. Like I feel like sometimes he likes to play with the expectations of who's gonna join the crew. Um, I mean. Right. You arrive at this place with like the intentions, like Oda makes it clear, we're not leaving without a carpenter. And then he throws like, you know, seven potential carpenters at you. Um, you all get to see their face, they'll all have like unique quirks. I think, and like, you know, I wasn't around when this was coming out live, but I feel like I remember Polly kind of being up there for potential crew members. I could, he's, like, I, yeah, I could see him. Like cool, has like his rope powers, you know. Um, and it's just like Oda's really playing where like I could have seen it, you know. Why not? Why not? Kaku. I mean, it, the nose things probably does clash, but he's definitely <laughs> playing with expectations because you haven't even met who's actually going to join the crew this point at this point in the story, you know. I feel like they set that up. I think that was. I don't know, maybe it's me, but I felt like that was the expectation when we all saw uh all like the uh the all the carpenters. It all felt like we were waiting to see, okay, town full of carpenters, but where's the guy that is gonna join the crew? Cause obviously none of these guys are gonna join join the crew. Cause if they were, they would have made it a point for one of them to like be the highlight, which they definitely like Frankie's introduction was just as as Jeez. like over the top is it gonna get so it's like which it's is like, oh. we we don't get frankie's introduction there's so many things that happens until you actually really get introduced to him like yeah, i know but like as far as just everyone like thinking that oh this one that one's gonna be like everyone thinking that it they was we're gonna uh these carpenters were gonna join the crew i never had any expectation for any of them joining the crew i was just like we're waiting for some like there's one person like well, there's somebody that's going to be joining this crew i don't know who but we like he's got to come and, and then when he he's does gotta, arrive he's obviously the star like it's like but there's, okay there's, yeah it's like there's two things that happen they purposely throw you all these characters for you know you're like who's going to be the new crew member but then it has another part to play later on a little bit in the early beginnings of water seven to where you're like what the fuck you know no it, it does it does and it's i remember good. it's great setup that's what i'm talking about it's great setup the reason why kaku could never be part of the crew is because oda compared um their noses side by side because a fan asked him uh who yep. has the longer nose and he put them side by side and he's like well because usopp's nose is rounded at the end it's just half an inch bigger so usopp has a longer nose than kaku kaku could never be a ship member i'm sorry <laughs> he was he was excommunicated at that point um but we get introduced to all these shipwrights all of them seem really cool all of them are powerful as all hell they're because fighting, the whole gimmick with the shipwrights, shipwrights. Yeah. they're fighting shipwrights because they they provide services for both the world government and for pirates. And so, you know, they don't discriminate against anyone that's willing to pay for their services. But if you mess with them, <laughs> they're going to put up a fight. And so 
Uh, I think we even get that a little bit. There's like some random no-name pirate that was like, oh, thanks for the repairs, buddy. <laughs> We're not going to pay a dime. And, and, and they proceed to kick his ass. They, they beat the crap out of them, right? <laughs> yeah, that was that was literally almost before they went to go get the money. So it was like early in the arc. Yeah, right. uh, no one had met them yet. They're just showing us the Galley Law Company and what they do. Exactly. Right. Oda even like dedicates like to like a full panel to just showing them standing like yes. side by side together. I'm like, okay, these are badasses. All right. I, yeah, I, I, thought, see, I thought they were like, um, when they showed that, I remember that panel with, with just that panel. I was like, okay, this is like a fan. Like these guys are like tight. Like these guys are not interchangeable. There's no way, but, uh, but I'm also like, what the hell do they have to like like what are they going to do are they just going to fix the ship that's it and what goes on from here but that's with the mystery that begins right water seven this yeah. is this I is like where this was like the peak of like you're getting your interest of like all right so what the fuck is like these guys going to actually start doing and how strong are they really and when luffy starts saying oh i want to fight him it's like okay like <laughs> 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 like why always something no i mean it's true because like from here this is where you start getting a domino effect of like all the subsequent events that happen after this because they they show up luffy nami and usopp with the money that they have and by the way we we didn't really mention them too much but like the frankie family they're kind of like off well, in the background like yeah they're they're spying on them the whole time because right. they see them yeah. they have because they first the attack zoro Right, well, they do attack Zoro, and Zoro right. beats the crap yeah. out of all of them. Yeah, they get wrecked right. by Zoro. Yes, and then right. there's a couple of them who are spying on Luffy, Nami, and Usopp because they see they yeah. they have the money, the suitcase of money. It's exactly. like a couple things are happening at once. Yeah, I yeah, it's, it's happening, like happening simultaneously. Kaku's going to check on the ship and do an evaluation. Yes, and while he's doing that, um. Does Usopp see one of the, like a couple of the Frankie family run off with the money? So he sees them yeah, run off so with they, two of they the lose, cases. They lose, they two only suitcases. retain one suitcase. Yeah. They only retain a hundred yes. million. And Pauly yeah. stops the guy who, ha so they stops the guy and they get, they get back 100 million. But the, yeah, the other Frankie family member makes it off with 200 mil. And What's important here is that Usopp is gone when Kaku returns with the evaluation. Right. Well, I think, well, Kaku first it's gives his evaluation to Zoro uh, first. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And and then they, I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't remember if Kaku actually went back to Luffy where he was or if Luffy got the evaluation from Zoro. I can't remember to be no, honest. No, he. No, he gets, he it, from he gets it from the shipwrights. He got it he from, gets it from the shipwrights. Okay. And Luffy's heated. And it's like, this is like, this is like, I don't know. It's like so such a crucial part of this story is that Luffy's destroyed by hearing you can't stay on the merry-go. Uh, he hates hearing this. He's so mad. He expresses his anger. Um, not even then, that they can't sail. It will not make it to the next island. Yeah, yeah. Luffy's devastated by it, and it's most important that Usopp's not there. Usopp is not there. Usopp because he doesn't see, see that. He does well, not he doesn't goes. see Luffy's reaction. Yes, he doesn't see Luffy's reaction. You're, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. So he and, doesn't um, see Luffy's initial distraught. Yeah. His anger. Because he away. even 
he doesn't even acknowledge it at first either because he even tells the he tells iceberg and kaku he's like you guys are lying like there's no way that you're telling me that this ship that has been with us from the east blue all the way up to this point and the this ship went into the sky and yes, you're telling seems- me now it's it's it just happens to like you know crumble away it won't sail to the next island but you guys are ridiculous. That's the reality of it is that, you know, they talk about all the adventures it's been on, the merry-go. Right. And it's like, it makes sense that she's beaten, you know? It's the foundation, they, he said. I, I, um, I remember. Is it the stern? It was the, it was the the, stern? No, not the stern. It's the it one on the, the bottom. Bottom, yeah. the very bottom. Yeah, yeah, that was completely, like, fucked. So yes. you were like, you can't do anything the about keel. that. The, the keel. keel. The keel. There we go. Right. The That's keel was, and I think the keel most got damaged from the knockup stream. Yeah. It had to. And coming there. down. Coming yeah. down coming and down. going up. Right. Yeah. Right. And yeah. So and they basically said, what? Like, that's the part of the ship that when it's damaged, it's like, and then really I think, do anything. I think the most damning thing up to this point in this arc is when Luffy's throwing a fit um, because he's like, you can't do this. Like, you can't. You know our ship is the merry-go you can't you can't i won't i won't believe you um you don't know like what the ship is i'll find someone to do it and then iceberg says so you're willing to sail her until she sinks i'm amazed and you call yourself the ship's captain oh like, i love it it does it does feel deep. like that moment registers with luffy you know it he does feel up. like that moment really hits yeah he, he right. doesn't say he, he doesn't say anything he's just very mad the next panel and iceberg just keeps keeps talking he's like i don't you think over it i'm not going to keep explaining myself when it really comes down to it this is kind of luffy's first really big captain like decision that doesn't involve let's go rescue this person or let's go help out these people this is kind of just it's a leader role yeah it's a leader role you have to make big boy decisions right and, and this is kind of what I was alluding to um, last week during the Foxy Pirates, uh, Grandmaster Hoop's favorite arc, um, mm. was basically you got little hints at what the roles were going to be for the Straw Hats in terms of outside of what their actual, you know, like Zoro's a swordsman, Nami's a navigator. But when you see Zoro telling Chopper in Foxy Pirates to stop crying and, you know, suck it up, <laughs> Buttercup, because... <laughs> You, you made the choice to come out to see on your own. That's your decision. No one else's. I feel like at that point, it's like, okay, Zoro's kind of like the stern father of the group. Right here in Water I 7. Use, I would not use that that terminology. He's <laughs> the muscle, the, he's the enforcer. Yeah, he's yeah, like, the I mean, enforcer. He's, Ooh, he's, he's stern that's a, he's I think that's perfect. Yeah, I mean, does it? Is it well with directions? Like, I mean, yeah. Kind of, yeah, we, we're talking about Zoro. We're talking about Zoro. Zoro, yeah. right? Yeah, he's second in command. He's got to take everything that the captain doesn't see, and he has to relay it to him and put right. it in perspective. But, but but these weren't ever these weren't ever clearly defined until I think now is when this, they're being they're coming out. On it. Yeah. They are definitely is, coming out. This is what I'm saying. Like Luffy, like like what Grandmaster was saying. He he's having his role as the captain put into question. Like he has to make the big boy decision. Later on in the arc, we also get another Zoro moment that again solidifies what his role in the uh, in the crew is. Besides being just a swordsman, 
Um, so, yeah, you know, what um, in Luffy, um, this might not be related, but like I know Nino was saying that, uh, you know, Iceberg really gets to Luffy when he's talking about like making decisions as a captain and like protecting the crew. And it's funny because you don't see Luffy's decision until like this other moment happens where they like find Usopp just destroyed, you know, just absolutely wrecked on the ground. I wonder what um, they did to him, man, because his man, nose is broken. They beat the crap out of him. He's literally yeah, on the floor, like like in the but, Family Guy style. Like his legs. This is, beat the crap out of him. But this happens like twice because like- It's excessive. He's, he's on the street the first time because they first take him away, beat him up and steal 2 million, or 200 million. Right. Um, and it, you can, uh, you can't see it, but he's he's. This is terrible. I'm looking at it and blood is no. It's it's rough. It's, yeah. And, they did and, they did the absolute most. They already outnumbered him. They already deemed him weak, uh, like one of the weaker members of the Straw Hats. Right. And Nami they, finds him. Nami's the one who finds him there. That's true. So Nami finds him first, and yeah. and Usopp's, that's important. It is that's important. important. Usopp's, Usopp's destroyed and he feels really bad. He feels like he can't face the others because he lost, not money. only did he lose the money, he lost that he, like, the chance at rebuilding Fixing. the merry-go. Right. Right. You know? Because he, he, he does not know the information know. on the ship is uh, unrepairable. And so he goes again against the Frankie family. He challenges them again and then gets wrecked. Um, even more um and then the crew finds him um and this ties into like an overall point i'm making about luffy's final decision like you know what? i'm not gonna put my crew in danger but before we get into that we get like one of the coolest little stretches in which you get to see luffy chopper zoro sanji kind of like being like oh hell no nah. it's go time <laughs> and you get to see them like all four chopper and like muscle form, muscle bound or whatever, just like looking big, looking tough. It's too. one of the few times with Chopper where like, he's trying to be a badass <laughs> along with the other powerhouses. I, I feel like him. they had to fit him in. He, they had to he fit him succeeds. In. He says, I'm gonna no, come he, over here. Right. And I'm gonna be with the boys. And we're gonna go <laughs> knock some heads. They yeah. beat up Usopp. And you know, I yeah. And when you, when you see Usopp, because they, no one else has seen. Oh, and you know, shout out to when they're Luffy uh, looking like to the Frankie house uh, because they had this whole encounter with Usopp um, and the Frankie family and they were like, screw you, buddy. You're not getting it too bad. Ha ha. And they beat him up. But and like, mind you, Frankie's there too. Frankie, and he's, yes. he's, Frankie kicks Usopp. That's like the last little. And he yeah. he mocks him too. He's like, yes. you're you're one of the weakest members on the crew. And I I'm listening to this. I'm like, damn man, Luffy really invited this guy. <laughs> I forgot about all man. this emotional abuse. <laughs> like I, I get it. Like there's context outside of that because he he kind of justifies it by saying, you guys are pirates. You guys likely stole this money from someone else. Frankie so, has a preconceived idea of pirates. There's yes. so right. much. He is a man. Frankie is a man. We're meeting this random person. He's a perverted man. Yeah. So we've been talking about like, yo, who's gonna join the crew? What um, you know, Carpenter they're gonna get, like, and here's this dismantler in a mask who you don't see, you know, nothing. I did not buy it at this point. No. Wrecking Usopp. Like, you know what I mean? Like, just like 
Could it be he him? Was at, he was at the bottom of the list. Could it be? Like, could it be that guy? It could. <laughs> it's definitely not this guy. Not yet. He does, not he yet. He doesn't even look like a person because he has that mask and that. He's got long the mask on. Eight. Yeah. He's he like, looks like the thug, like of of just yeah. the city, like the the random trolling thug that they have to deal with while they're taking on the serious problem. Or he could yeah. be the CP9 mask figure that talks around yeah. for all we he know. He could be connected. CP9. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> no. And 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 the the main the main point is. He is a main antagonist of the Water 7 arc. Uh, yeah. Actually, really he is listed, I'm pretty sure, yeah. Well, Ooh. He, he flips, of course, but at right. first he is, um, I think he's actually listed as the second antagonist to join the Strides. I buy it, I buy yeah. it, yeah. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. I mean, he's the one that stole the money. He's, and he's in direct conflict. He's, he's making Usopp. fun of Usopp. He's punching There's nobody him. else. He, There's nobody else here who's like the antagonist. Like Frankie's the only one we know is like bad. Bad news. Stole the he, money. I mean, it's he literally kicks away Usopp, walks away with the 200 million, and he's like, have fun, boys. <laughs> and like and they leave Usopp leaking out in the front yard. They're le he's leaking blood, probably pee, sweat, probably piss. sweat. Like he's crying, like he's. But it was the saddest thing to see, though. It, it was, was sad. It, it was so sad. I was so happy. I'm like, kick their ass, like what? now. Oh, we wanted them to. The moment everybody pulled up, I said, if they don't whoop their ass, I swear to God. <laughs> like I was waiting for it with they while they were beating Usopp's ass. I was like, oh no, where is the crew? Where are they? And, where and, are and they? I gotta, I gotta give a shout out to Oda really quick because if you look, if you can see this. Right Ooh. here, Ooh. Monster doesn't, Trio. Doesn't doesn't uh, Luffy look like Shanks right there? Just a I little mean, bit like Shanks. Yeah, yeah unrelated. Yeah. But and that's but you, when that's when I think Oda is like writing his top tier because I, I'm I'm reading into this, but that little moment where he looks like Shanks to me at least, that's him doubling down on what Shanks taught him in the very first chapter. I don't care who you are. I don't care what reason it was. But when you hurt my friends, I'm that that's a no go for me. I don't care I, if you were right. I can buy it. I, I also like it. to point out, as we were, you know, saying the crew is realizing their roles outside of their designated roles. What's so sad about this is that Usopp, you know, he's always been a coward. He's been he's never been shy about that. But I feel this is the first time really that Usopp comes to grips that he is the weakest member. It's no longer kind of him and Nami being the weakest member. He's like, I am the weakest member. And then, you know, it's this self-fulfillment that would come if he goes back and gets the money. But also he'll prove his worth to the crew. Right. And ultimately he still fails. So it's like, what good? Usopp is questioning, what good am I to this crew? That's true, because I mean, like his roles outside of, you know, just being the designated sharpshooter, like he's he, he kind of ta ta like, you know, takes care of the Mary a little bit like, you know, some he does everything. Yeah, does everything. I don't, know, I don't know if I want to cry for him or laugh at him sometimes, like because <laughs> it's kind of it's like, yeah, he discovered his role that I mean, so like weakest. And, but it's also sad because damn, he's the weakest, but it's hilarious because that is his role. And he even makes, it's crazy. I know I'm jumping, but he even makes the, the second weakest stronger than him. 
like technically speaking. Uh, so, with Navi, like, yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. It was his engine. But you see, like, it's it's like he has roles outside of, like, being a sharpshooter. Yes. Um, and someone points it out later on uh, in the next little arc. But that's but that's the whole point of the arc. Right. Oda's, yeah. Oda's, Oda's is, this saga is Oda, like, he's really, like, showing this to you, how the Straw Hats have been going underneath uh a mindset that that would lead them to failure so like if the straw hats kept going how they were going they would have never they would have never made it to they wouldn't even have made it to like what do you call it saboti they wouldn't honest. make it past one more island they were, they were gonna, gonna sink like, the <laughs> gonna sink. sunk if one and, more island i mean yeah. it's it's honestly beauty i just like I like how a, a a theme that Oda played for laughs, which was Usopp's, you know, weakness and being a coward, is now something that he wants to spin being taken seriously. And I think he does it to like to an effect. Like it, it's great. It's great. Cause like we some of us have even said it here. Some of us kind of wanted to cry for Usopp. He's just left on the floor and in pieces. Um, so Us uh, um Chopper, Luffy, Zoro, Sanji. They go in on the Frankie family, very satisfying, destroys their home, uh, destroys everyone inside that building. Um, and then, you know, kind of just recollects themselves back at the, the merry-go afterwards. And at that point, they start reassessing, well, here's what we're going to do with the merry-go. Usopp, oh, I'm sorry, not Usopp, um, Luffy drops the news that, okay, we're going to be buying a new ship. So don't worry about having lost the 200 million. Usopp immediately takes what Luffy's telling him as, wait, are we not repairing it because of me? Like, because I lost that money? Do we not have enough money now to repair the Mary? And so you have Usopp trying to rationalize this decision made by Luffy. Yeah. Luffy's kind of being dumb a little bit in a way. Where it's he's a like, thing. But no, it's, re it's real. Well, keep this in mind... He made the decision. Usopp was asleep, so everybody knows the, the page, decision. Yeah. Everybody's on the same. Everyone page, knows right. why. Everyone yes, knows yes, why. Yes. But but this this scene is probably the best scene. This the best written scene in One Piece. This is a um, really good scene. Yeah. It's a really good because scene. Okay. because Luffy, who he is as a character, he cannot like he can't explain it any clearer to Usopp, and Usopp is choosing to take this personally. Because he views himself and the Marigold as one in this scene. He's like, oh, but the real subtext here is him saying, oh, if you can get rid of the Marigold, which we love so much, and you know how much this means to me, when am I going to be useless and you're going to let me go? Yeah. Actually, yeah. yeah. There's, there's some back and forth. There's that's, symbolism uh, like between very two. powerful. Yeah. It's like two things I felt, at least I felt in this. It's like, I think Luffy's decision is a sign of good leadership. I think his communication with Usopp is not good. Very poor. Just like, <laughs> he does not like deliver the news well. He does not like read where Usopp's coming from. He's not. He, he wasn't even. Like, he wasn't even responding to Usopp. Like like it, Usopp it, was like, asking Usopp, questions. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Usopp. Usopp was like at needing straightforward answers. Luffy was just not giving it like at It doesn't all. matter. It, don't worry. Yeah, don't worry. But was being truthful. He was being yeah. so truthful because it honestly had nothing to do with Usopp. 
Yeah, he honestly, was being yeah. truthful, but not like he wasn't just completely clear. Uh, again, yeah, but, it's but, the communication. Him, it's the communication. To him as the captain. Oh wait, but to him as the captain, this is what Usopp is not getting in this scene. To him, he's saying, "I'm the captain. I thought over this. The decision's done. I'm your captain." He, you he, but get he on fails board. at communicating it. He fails. It's, so a, it's an important part he of loses a crew member. <laughs> yeah, just because. Well, 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 the build up to that though, I, I actually really like because it's kind of what's what what Nino is alluding to, where Usopp's not listening, uh, Luffy's getting pissed, and I think he like tackles him to the floor, and he's like, "Well, Usopp, if you don't like my decision, well, well, okay, so." Um... Okay, Ooh, it, it, it is a really good buildup. It's a really good, good buildup. Yes. So Usopp, um, you know, he's now questioning Luffy's uh, leadership. And that right. is why Luffy's getting pissed. And yes. that is why Luffy's about to say, well, if you don't want to, you know, if you don't like the decision, you don't we'll have to be. Yeah. And it's Sanji who kicks the crap out of Luffy. And he says, stop right there before you say something you don't, you're going to regret saying. It I is, love best scene. It was so good. It's the best scene. It's the best scene. I'm sorry. But 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 and then but uh, when you're reading this uh, back, wait, wait, but Nino, before go, go, go. if you're just gonna go, move on, I just, go. Want, I just wanted to talk about the Sanji point real quick. I think go. like I just wanted to say that Sanji, Sanji does not always have the time in like the sun. Like he doesn't always have like the best arc. I think this Sanji's easily best arc. And if I have to choose an MVP, oh, oh. I mean, this, this is, is a best really arc. good Sanji this moment. Is this is arc? No, I don't know about best arc. This is a great arc for Sanji. Top five Sanji moment for sure. It is top because again, the roles yeah. with the characters. Some, and then this in arc the, overall is a great arc for Sanji. I, in this arc, like again, Sanji is observant of what's going on, and he throughout the entire argument, he's voicing his concern. He's like, "Guys, calm down." Like he's the stop. only one who's keeping an eye on Robin. He's the only one who knows, like, yo, something's off. He says, Robin's still missing, right? He's like, the guys, we should not be arguing about this. Robin is missing. Like, <laughs> Robin doesn't even yeah. know what's going on with the crew. Correct, correct. Actually, yeah. Zoro, so Zoro's kind of like, Zoro's kind of taking it all in. Chopper and Nami are freaking out. And yes, Sanji is a really good character because he empathizes with everybody on the crew. Right. Like, he, he, yeah. he's, he's the empathetic. If, if Zoro's the perspective, Sanji is the empathy, you know. This is what I mm -hmm. loved. I love this. Um, so yeah, what after he kicks him, and, and again, it's not. It's like disrespectful, but it's like that's how you talk to Luffy. Yeah. No, I mean, yeah, they, they, they always hit each yeah. other. They it always needed, like it needed to happen. It, yeah, it because because he was seeing he was seeing his captain was going to do something out of line. That that's no. I mean, Luffy immediately agreed. He was like, right, yeah. I deserve that. That's I'm why sorry. Luffy didn't fight back, right? right. And what, what does Usopp encounter with? He's like, "No, go ahead, Luffy. Finish, finish that sentence." <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, it's oh. This is why I really think this arc is like the best. Like you don't the get a lot of behind this arc in this fight in particular. <laughs> well, just... again, all this is going on, and Robin is missing. <laughs> Guys, yeah. stop doing this. You're tearing our family. Yo, the thing is, though, it feels like Robin probably goes missing all the time. I know they've only really traveled Skypea with her, but like, I think she like went on and did her own thing, looking for like yeah. architecture. But here, there, stuff. there's a genuine concern for her whereabouts. Th yeah, because yeah. she know? just goes off and and Sanji no sees him with 
Caesar with like a mask guy, right? He does see her and he Earlier. calls yeah. out to her. He's like, yo, that's sketch. Yes. Right. And she says something along the lines of like, I'm leaving the crew. No, no, that's, Don't. he runs into her again with Chopper. Oh, that's, okay. So that's, that's the next day. The first the time next. is when he's she, alone. He, okay. Okay. Got it. Now he's on a bull and he sees her. Yeah. Right. He's not with Chopper yet. No, no. That. Chop him and Chopper go out the next day. Okay. Got it. Her. Got it. Yeah. Uh, so, so I think it's your image that they, right? Uh, or at this point, Usopp's what? He's just, they're pissed. He's, there's Usopp challenges into a fight. Like, yo, next day. Well, he first go. says, he first says, um, you know, I'm leaving the crew because, you yeah. know, I don't agree with this. But mm. the reason why he challenges him because he's like, you're the captain. So the Mary is, you know, technically yours. Well, I challenge you to a duel for the Mary. Yeah, because it was because Luffy was being a jackass, honestly, if you ask me. <laughs> Um, when it came to the marriage, yes, he Nino, was. He, <laughs> was. he was, he was, no way. You know, you know, that ship is rightfully Usopp's ship from the day one. So, oh why are gosh. you think like you don't get to make these big decisions and not even explain? But I'm the captain, yeah, yeah and but... not even explain exactly what, like, Luffy never said why the ship could not be. Yes, he back. did, he did, he no, said, he, but he, he said, did, I didn't want to have this. He said, he said the ship can't be brought you. back, but he never said exactly like, okay, I, to explain to you, Usopp, so you don't keep fucking right. with me. The here. situation, like, like, there like, was gonna, <laughs> there was never gonna be an explanation because Usopp is already at such a loss for having lost the money. And but then Usopp the money. or Luffy's tactic was so poor. No, no, it, it, but it, <laughs> given the circumstances, if you take, you know, the fact that Usopp lost the money, got beat up, had to be rescued, you take that out of the equation, Luffy says this, and they might have a better conversation, but Usopp, he just woke up to the worst news possible. After Luffy getting maybe, beaten maybe up should have waited. <laughs> maybe maybe he could have waited. Maybe Look at this catalog, over. Usopp. Look at all these but shit. Usopp is buy. definitely <laughs> not in the right mindset. He has the catalog. Oh, he did give him the catalog. Usopp's not in the right mindset. He's like, goodness, like, man. He this is, is so not the time to be Look talking at about him. this. He's a mummy. Right. This is not the time to be talking about. Hey, Luffy remember that? But you forget. Luffy but you does forget. not get a passing grade. He does not Luffy, get a passing grade. But you forget <laughs> that Usopp is Luffy's best friend, so he wants to make this decision with him. There are, there are just both of them couldn't see each other eye to eye. And overall, I think Usopp is the one who crossed the line with saying all that shit. He says he tells Luffy, "I misjudged you." Ooh, Whoa. He does. That's he terrible. Does. And, and I when Luffy's it. like, Luffy, <laughs> <laughs> I feel that. When Luffy, what do you call it? When Luffy prides himself on being a hundred percent real all the time, like he's never gonna give you a fake version of himself. And like even when you tell him, "Oh, you gotta go in disguise," he'll just announce himself. You know what I mean? As we'll see in later arcs, where he's like, "I'm gonna be picking the pirates to many people who want to kill him," but. It's he wants to do this in the only way he can. It's just these are just two people who don't know how to communicate with each other, but really care about each other that ultimately clash. It's beautifully written. They they I, they I, do I, the one v one. I think it was just yeah. one of those like I don't know if you ever like watch those shows or whatever. And then the two, it's like this big. <laughs> yeah, I remember this, that panel. <laughs> it's like this big misunderstanding 
of yeah, like it's a because no, in that panel that like, he showed from Nino, I think that's when Nami's coming up to him and he's like, yeah, she's "Can like, you don't guys go stop?" And yeah. he's like, "Too late, too late." <laughs> and he goes back to sleep. Leave me alone. Yeah, leave me alone. Yeah. What were we saying, Kame? Chris? Oh, I was just saying like it, it's just it really. It, Luffy was on it. It felt like Luffy was on an ego trip, and Usopp just was. He was rightfully pissed, and he was rightfully angry. And I think if he was, he needed to be heard. But Luffy doesn't listen and doesn't give a fuck about anything about unless it's the goal and getting the One Piece. And if it's like, like, look, I know he was just trying to, you know, just tell Usopp, you know, we we have to move on. But at this end of the day. At least explain. I know you're not good with your words, Loopy, but just at least somebody should have been there to help explain. Hey, look, the ship is never coming back because of X, Y, and Z. Doesn't matter what amount of money you put in, we're never going to get it back. I'm going to tell get you a new ship. You just saved <laughs> you a whole. Scene I'm going to tell you that right now. Anime. You do that, <laughs> and you don't have a great arc. They that was, need that's to come to of course, yeah. Like it's it's <laughs> as good characters. as it is because of what happens and it how it had happens. to blow up. Of course it had to blow up, but that doesn't mean Luffy, like, communicated well. You know what I mean? Nobody's saying that. Nobody's in the right mindset here. Nino's saying he did communicate well. He was in the right mindset. No, I'm saying, ultimately, I think Usopp is the one who stepped out of line. That's all I'm like. They both stepped out of line. They did, but they did. But ultimately, Luffy's the captain. And Correct. Yes, that is not, that's as someone will say man. later on. We're not playing pirates here. Yes. We're not playing. That's true because I mean we have a one v one, and the mm. reward is the Mary. The Mary. and it's it's a one v one. Like you as a reader, you're reading this part. You're like, this is unfair. Okay. <laughs> like, Real quick, I really don't like this fight for one reason because why? if Usopp can do all everything he's about to do in this fight why didn't he do it and why can't he do it like every other time <laughs> granted he knows his opponent he knows his he opponent he knows his opponent but it's also better than anybody right and but it's he's, also, a, he's his, also genius right it, it is genius because he's he's going into I mean he even says it himself he's like Luffy you may think this might be an easy fight but I know you. I've sailed with you. Like that's that's the one advantage that I have compared to the opponents that, you know, when you fought Enaru, he was like, what the hell is rubber? And and he lost. <laughs> he lost to that. Um, so with with Usopp, I can understand why he's not this badass. Again, like, for example, the Frankie family. Why didn't he pull these moves with the Frankie family? I feel like because of what's at stake. Usopp had a goal right here, which is the Mary go. And I think that's kind of a way to just show him that if he like he's more than capable of handling his own. He's very capable. Yeah. Um, okay. Wait, pause, because oh, it's boy. this has been said a hundred times this entire podcast. I, I've been I call it the going Mary. Y'all say uh, Mary go. It, it, no, it's it, it's back it, and forth. It's, it's back either and forth. I call it I yeah. call it either the Mary. Or. The Mary, Mary Go, Going Mary. It, it's as long as you have Mary and Go as uh, somewhere in what you say, you're, you're it's good. it's supposed to be I, Going I, Mary. I, and I then only know the Going Mary, so I was like Mary Go. 
did I did I hear it wrong the entire time? No, well, the, no. The Viz, okay. the Viz translation, I think, has it as Mary Go. It is. It, the Viz yeah. is Mary Go, and uh, yes, the direct Japanese thing is going Mary. It doesn't matter. Just say Mary. Just <laughs> say <laughs> Mary. We know <laughs> what you're talking about. Because when Luffy screams, he doesn't say going Mary. He says. Wait, wait, Luffy screams? All right, all right uh, hold on. Sorry, time getting out, time ahead. Out, time out, time out. All right, I don't want to go like full brain blast on you guys right now. Oh, dear. But um, I heard this, and you guys are probably aware of this too, but um, when talking about the symbolism of One Piece, they're, um, they've said the ship's names play a big role in terms of like, kind of like the kind of the stretch they're on, I guess, for lack of a oh, better okay. term. Okay. So the going Mary is like the part of the adventure where, you know, they're just going Mary. Things are like a little more lighthearted. Things We're just are, vibing. Yeah, you know, things are building, but they're not quite there. And then something that happens in, I guess, the third episode of this arc, or maybe next episode. Anyways, that happens soon marks like the kind of like, cutoff point where things really change for the crew and the adventure and that's where the next ship comes in whose name has to do with something something that we'll get to so i don't <laughs> well, know if you want to take that Mary. concept they have been going mary and now yeah. that the mary is on the last of its legs things aren't so merry right now and i just want to i just want to and I'm, I know I'm doing like close readings at this point of these panels, but these are really, they're, this is a really good arc to close read. Um, but I agree. It's all it's there. Really good. Um, what do you call it? Uh, Chopper is like, can't we stop them? Usopp is seriously injured. And this is just furthering the Zoro is a racist cop agenda. Zoro <laughs> says, if you can't bear to watch, go to your room. <laughs> what kind of answer is that? He uh, says, he I want to say that. He says, I want to see this, this um, what do you call it? This, this man get beat up. I want to see Usopp get beat up. I'm tired of him. That's, <laughs> no, that is not what was going on. And you know it. This is not what he just stands by his captain and what his captain decides. And yeah. I mean, he, he even says it again when, um, you know, Usopp arrives for the 1v1 and he starts off with his typical lies. He's like, um, I, I'm in command of 8,000 men. <laughs> and Chopper's like, really? And Zoro's like, go to your room. Just go. <laughs> Leave. That's great. Yeah, that's a great interaction between Chopper. In the middle of something very serious. And um, then he does the Usopp voodoo. A razor blade Usopp running between voodoo. each of your teeth. Ugh. He does. I mean, it's it's painful stuff. Um, and Usopp's pulling off some cool tricks. He's using some of the impact dials that he got from Skypea. Well, um, no, he only uses one impact dial. Oh, right for the he's for using the blow. he's he uses a breath dial to put out a gas that Luffy can't Genius. smell Genius. because he hit him with those rotten egg stars. Right. So he Luffy had no idea the gas. There's caltrops on the ground because you know Luffy's rubber. Uh, sharp objects are like really his biggest weakness. Um, the, pet, the fire, the the fire sauce. 
Yes. All this, all this, this, this and you know what? Actually, now my frustrations brought back because Grandmaster, I swear, I was so aggravated seeing him do all this and saying, oh, every time you get your ass beat, you just, you just freeze up. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, none of this matters. He it's, had it's, a it's, goal. It, he it, had it, a goal now. All right. Yeah, I, I, you know, I, I, I see it, but it's like, come on, man. You, like, you, for real. You're he capable. Doesn't, he doesn't even see it in himself, and I think that's the point. Like, he's yeah. he got beaten up, and he still has that mentality of, I'm the weakest Straw Hat member. But there's certain, but as we'll see, there's certain things that Usopp can only do, and I think I think there's, and this is what I um we're due for one any day now, um, going forward into the end game of One Piece. But there's always a moment where Usopp stands up for what he believes in. Uh, before this, it was in Alabaster. In Alabaster, he was like, um, you made you told me that my captain will never be king of the pirates. That his dream is nothing. I'm gonna get serious, and then he wins the fight. You know, so right. here, so there, when he gets serious, when he's like, when there are th important things on the line, Usopp usually wins. But when he, he's just like, I'm a coward, and he's gonna <laughs> lose. I think this arc is showing is is showing how Usopp can tap into that side. That might be what like this entire. I I, entire I think that was arc. the point. He has you a know? side to him that. He can hold his own. Obviously, yeah. a one v one with Luffy is out of the cards for him. He never to... stood a chance. I he never did. Like... It wasn't out of the cards per se because he was, was so out what of he was doing was... damage. He was doing he was damage. Never People always do damage to Luffy, but that's <laughs> what I'm getting at. That's what I'm getting at. Luffy. He landed some clean hits. He landed like, some clean hits. If in order for Usopp to win a fight against Luffy, he has to impact dial him like 10 times you know he has to be able to take once. a hit Luffy from would Luffy. never Luffy and he's got to be able to take a hit yeah, yeah. <laughs> and outrun him um outfly him uh, but you gotta <laughs> give him props he did hold his own he did put damage to Luffy. he didn't make it a he didn't make it a cakewalk you know Luffy right. had he did Luffy not struggle that bit. win right Luffy had to work for that win so and notice uh he only hit him once, right? He hit him. He only hit no. He hit him twice. He hit him twice. Well, the, he, he the, got, the two he got times one, was yeah, it bullet? A bullet and, and pistol? No pistol. And a, yeah, he, he got first hit by I think the no. It bullet was, was the last one. Bullet yeah, was bullet. the last he one. He goes that pistol, ended it. then bullet. Yeah, he did a pistol and a bullet. Okay. And a bazooka. And a bazooka. Not, oh no, well, no, no, bazooka he, he absorbed missed, the bazooka. He absorbed right. the bazooka. Yeah. Yes. Um. I mean, he lasted his own as long as he could against <laughs> the man worth a hundred million berries. Um, and and he's left, he's left on his knees, and he, and Luffy even realizes it. He he knew the gap in power because he even screams it afterward. He's like, "You knew you couldn't beat me." Um, and and what happens? He gets up, and even though by right of combat he won. You knew you Look could not this, exactly, the and then this—it's just a white background with them two, and it's half He's the page. Devastated. It's, it's but beautiful. He, it's a beautiful he, panel. He wins, but like, yeah, you were gonna say, he lets Usopp have the Mary anyways, you know, 
That was such. That was disrespectful. From that was He's disrespectful. Like, he says, like he, I get it. I get why he did it, but it's like <laughs> Usopp lost, and now you're like, here are the crumbs. Just take it. What's he yeah, did, then, but, Oh, go there's ahead. A great, I was gonna say, there's, there's, a great, there's a great character moment with Chopper. There's so many great little character moments for all the crew members in this arc, which might also make it one of the best. That uh, they stop Chopper from like going over to Usopp. They tell him not to go over there. Well, it's Sanji again. It's Sanji. To treat his wounds. Stop. Yeah, and then the last second, Chopper still like sneaks away and leaves him well, a bunch of. Medicine and stuff, and it's he just doesn't like, treat him right. But he he doesn't leaves. treat him, but he does leave him with like a bunch of like. Does Usopp leave the crew? Is it like Usopp leaving the crew or something? Yeah, U Usopp, yeah, yeah, Usopp left, left, like the left the crew yeah. after the argument. The duel was right. just for the marriage. That's, that's already... why Sanji. Because I was like, wait, why would Sanji tell Chopper? But it's because now he wasn't a part of the crew. And no, Sanji was like Sanji no, tells Sanji... him that. Sanji tells him right. that because he says, Chopper, think about how like degrading that must feel for him that after a duel that he invokes that we still take care of him the crew that left him you know that you're gonna the crew make that him... he left because they didn't leave him right right he so he's him. like you're gonna add salt to injury chopper don't go over there and do that but also too you get zoro who you know again this he's he's not called the first mate he's the first mate the vice captain he tells luffy you know don't waver and what just happened you know like stand by what stand by with what just happened take it all in you're our captain because if you waver then what are we who do you we know? rely on yeah who do we rely on and i yeah, think Luffy's he, crying Luffy's luffy crying. is crying Luffy's and crying. that's important that's important he's that's holding, very he like, important he falls with zoro saying but like he he cries. He can't he help but cry. Yeah, he <laughs> because he doesn't want to do this. <laughs> he, no. didn't, he didn't want to kick Usopp's ass and, <laughs> and get rid of the Mary. Like, it's, I love this scene because I feel like Zoro says that in response to Luffy's emotions in that moment. Because he knows that was a difficult decision for his captain. But he's like, listen, I know you're probably an emotional wreck right now, but don't regret what you just made the decision for involving all of us because he's right he did put into perspective for luffy if we can't rely on you for making a decision like this i mean you're the captain who do, who do we but, rely on but to be very fair um zoro's a murderer um compared to everybody else in the crew um he kills people so he, he's, he's just built different he's a bounty hunter murderer no, 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 no. He, he's killed people. He's <laughs> killed people. Kill? Who's he killed? He's probably killed people at whiskey. Okay, no, no, no. He just beat the crap no. out of them. Give him a slash, not a deep wound. Exactly. But, you know, hit, hit you with the them. back of the sword like he always does. He he really? has done that. He has done that. It's true. It's funny. It's funny. Um, but man, so, yeah, the emotions are high. The emotions are high. Usopp's the emotions are high, but then Oda doesn't waste any more time. He jams packs this arc with stuff yeah, immediately no. the next chapter iceberg shot this all happens this is one day in water seven one this day night ends with iceberg being shot wait hold on doesn't usopp no. challenge him like the next day no no, no. it's that same it's night. That, that night right. yeah, yeah. Right. and Actually, what do you call it we don't see it until the next morning where icebergs in the hospital yeah right. so iceberg That's shot Frankie shows up at Frankie's house, 
having spent the money. Well, well, like, before that, though, Iceberg says he saw who shot him. Robin. He says oh. it's Nico, Nico Robin. Robin. Oh. And, oh, you no. know, it's the government has reported that Nico Robin, because at this point, there's only three bounties. It's Luffy, Robin, and Zoro. And the world government is like, Nico Robin is a straw hat. So yeah. Iceberg now says the straw hats are attempting to kill me. Are the ones I saw who did Nico this. Robin. Yeah, this is when I think like, this is like the mystery builds even more and more. And this is like the mysterious part of the Water 7 arc. And I think it's, I think it's really good because you have no I, idea what's happening. Is Robin, you don't think Robin's like, you know, assassinating anybody, but it is like, yo, what's going on? Like, who's these masked people? Frankie shows up, drops his mask. You don't see his face yet, but like, you know, just like a lot is building. It's like, no, it's like this fight happens with Lucy, Luffy and Usopp and Oda's still setting the pieces. He's still building right now. It's still like on the incline of the action and attention. So I have to I have to just interject with something off topic just to prove my point. Apparently confirmed at the very least the previous Mr. Seven was killed by Zoro because he tried <laughs> to recruit him to Baroque Works. So Zoro's Enough. a cold-blooded killer. Enough. Cold-blooded Enough. killer. Moving on. Fake We're going to lose so Fake many news. followers <laughs> being coming across as Zoro haters. We're going to people are going to tune us out. You're, you're using sharp objects at some point. It, something's going to poke the wrong organ. So it, it's fine. <laughs> um, but right, we get the news about the attempted assassination of Iceberg. And now the mystery's building up because of Nico Robin. And the crew's trying to find out where she is. And I think that's the part that we were alluding to earlier, where it's Sanji and Chopper that see her first. Yes. Right. So Sanji, well, Sanji and Chopper are actually having a really funny little adventure because, you know, a lot has transpired. So they do see Robin right. and she's across the waterway. And yeah, she says, I'm leaving the crew. I no longer want to travel with you all. Goodbye. And like Sanji tries to swim across to her. But she Which, disappears. That was kind of weak. I we was like, Sanji, jump. Why are you swimming? Why yeah, you correct, correct, correct. <laughs> I was like, this is okay. But yes, they are the only ones to have seen Robin since they're since they got here in Water Seven. And but also I think, too, oh, I think as ahead. that is happening, Frankie confronts Luffy. Well, okay. So what happens is a lot of things are happening. So a lot of things are happening. It's a lot of uh, Iceberg is the mayor. So now the whole city is against the straw hats yeah they're trying to they're trying to restrain them they're trying to cuff them they're trying to make them answer for you know why that's going on so then frankie yes comes seeking revenge for the frankie family but it's funny because the townspeople don't like frankie either so you what's know. he doing here yeah it's like what? it's that pervert what's <laughs> That perv, Frankie. Do they call him a perv because of the speedo? It's the speedo, yes. Okay, okay, um, got it, got it. I, yeah, because I'm like, other than that, he, he doesn't do he anything. He doesn't do anything like, yeah, he doesn't yeah. like, you know. It's 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 the speedo. He's not um, Sanji. <laughs> He's not going around right. like Sanji. So at this point, um, yeah, now Frankie's like out for blood. So him and Luffy start going at it a little bit. But also, too, the Galley Law shows up trying to apprehend luffy it's a three-way brawl 
It is a yeah. three-way brawl because yeah, because yeah, they don't necessarily Luffy. like Frankie either. <laughs> Nobody likes Frankie. <laughs> <laughs> He's. I mean. I mean. It's important. Fu- That's important. <laughs> It is important, but you get to see some cool gimmicks with Frankie, right? Because you learn that he's a cyborg in this fight. Yeah, you get to learn he's, he's a cyborg. He's a he's cyborg. He's got some gadget, gadgets. Such and an odd character. Very odd this, character. At this, this point, was, was this where this you was thought? the moment. No. I, this was the moment for me. I said, okay, I think this is the guy that we're probably going to see join the crew. But we don't, even, we don't even know he's a shipwright yet. Right? No, no, but no I you don't know that, he's a shipwright. No. I didn't know he was a shipwright. Oh, yeah, you don't. He said that because it's the first time any any unique character that comes among us, like literally extremely unique, always joins the crew. Say I'm wrong. Uh, okay. Like, <laughs> like, like they're You're like, not they're, wrong. like cho- they're like chosen one unique every but, time. And I'm but like, see, this, you, this, you this, say this. You're never, you're never going to see this ever again. You like, say this, but no one was ever going to call Nico Robin join the crew. Like we talked about that. I mean that. I mean, was, that one was that was out of left field. I yeah, think, was, I think this one. is the stretch. Say, yeah, this is the stretch where Oda's playing with how a crew member joins. Like he, like Nico Robin, out of left field. Like he throws ten um, carpenters at you and then says, like, "Oh, actually, this is the one." And then with Brooke, well, we'll get there. But it's like you know, without spoiling anything, it's like. It's true, very right, true. and and it's funny it's because like, <laughs> their their challenge to Frankie, like Luffy, again, very important. Luffy learns that this is Frankie. He gets pissed. He yes, gets yes pissed he immediately. does get pissed. And I love that because despite what might have transpired the night before, he's like, I I know who started this, and yep. <laughs> he sees him. He's like, you're you're looking for me. I'm right here, boy. <laughs> and he, he starts wailing on him. I love it. I love it. Because it shows, again, Luffy's character. He made that tough decision, but still, it's like it hurts him. He wants to he wants to hurt someone else that caused that pain that they had to endure. Domino effect. Frankie family doesn't beat up Usopp or you know, steal the money. This might have not have happened like this, you know? Right. Right. So, so would you they, say Luffy's uh, decisions have been um, intelligent ones? Yes. Mm. He's just like Hooper TV says, no, he's not a no, communicator. That's no, not tated. what he meant. That's no, not what he meant. No, 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 he said it. No, Tate, it, it's yeah, I feel like you're, you're contradicting what I said. I said Luffy has like a high emotional intelligence, low, low IQ. For those of you that don't know what they we're talking about, check Check out our Discord where the Discord yeah, always happens. That's the question. That's that was a, it. That, oh, that's the Discord. That's the More context. I'm just in saying the they Discord. needed a new ship. Um, <laughs> you, you don't know what hole you just dug right now. Like I'm not sure. Out. I was just siding with the fact that they need a new ship. So. Listen, Galila, Luffy, Frankie, all going at each other. Um, what Frankie caused them to split up? The vent. Uh, right, he blew up a good he portion blew, of the box. Everything, all of it falls on Gollylock, and that's the only thing that takes them out. Um, right, and then Frankie's right. like deflated. Deflate, um, yes, his hair it, it goes. Yeah, down. his hair is deflated. Yes. So uh, he says, then, "I need more he, cola." He says he needs cola. He needs uh, to go to the bar where we meet somebody named Blano. 
Bluno. Bluno. Ew, you say Bluno? As soon as I said it, I was like, I'm sure that's not right. Um, It's Bluno. He looks like the dude from Popeye. I'm a manga reader. It's all up here. I'm a manga (laughs) reader too. (laughs) It's B-L-U-E-N-O. Blue. Yeah, it's blue. The symbols just register in my head. I see the words. This has got to have an accent somewhere. (laughs) Blano. Blano. You can't. Either way, Bluno runs the shop and he's like, Bluno. Get my regular, and he gives him more soda cola. Yep, gets more gives soda, more and then then Luffy goes to Iceberg. Yes, Luffy wants direct answers, so he, he breaks goes, in. To he the breaks company. into Icebergs, right? And Iceberg, and he basically says, you know, tell it to my face that you saw Robin, you know, and he's like, I did. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> okay. it, for without a doubt, it was Robin, but then. I forget how the rest of that conversation goes. Cause mind you, I'm I'm sorry, real quick. The attempted assassination on Iceberg, he was shot like five times, from what I remember. I don't know how this man is alive. <laughs> well, 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 well get, again, I'll tell you why adding, later. Adding to the, I mean, there's a reason why. I mean, yes, he was but, left a lot, but getting shot five times. I'm sorry. Again, just adding, just just more crumbs. To yes, the theory that crumbs. no one, no one dies in One Piece. Right. But um, go on. Yes. I, well, I I know the conversation. It it's alluding to that iceberg is susceptible to the idea that maybe there's something more going on here, and maybe it wasn't, you know, necessarily the straw hats behind this. But he knows for a fact it was Nico Robin. Um, but he he um. He does let Luffy basically leave, but he does try to shoot him too, but it, it doesn't work. Right. Um, but they're, yes, they're alluding to that Iceberg may know what's yeah. really going on here. I'm reading it here. Iceberg wants to see Robin one more time. Yes. Um, yeah. And, and so he tells like Luffy to, to bring Luffy. her. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It's, uh, it's getting really plot heavy right now, which, you know, probably does make always the best podcasting but it's really good stuff it's like it's like they need they need to find robin um and they need to bring her back to um to iceberg that night something's going down that night that's gonna lead everybody back there well because at first it's like they thought iceberg was dead right they like they thought it was an assassination that iceberg was mm-hmm. dead, but but he managed to recover. So it was then ruled out as an attempted assassination. And so now they, their thought is she's gonna come back and finish the job, right? So someone's gonna try, try again. Someone's gonna try again. Right. So they finish the job. Double right. tap this time. So if, if that's the goal. Another. <laughs> so there's like three things going on now. There's the Straw Hats say they're gonna stake out Iceberg's mansion and try to clear their names and find Robin. Right. There's Frankie, who says, well, I got to get revenge on Luffy. Let's go kidnap the long nose because they saw him still working on uh, the Mary. Right. So they said, let's go kidnap him to draw out Luffy. And then the third thing is we get a frame or you see Robin actually meeting up with the mask figure. And I think it's more than one mask figure at this point. 
Yeah. Uh, very briefly, one. like no, it's, it just has to be one. It has to be one. It's a, they're like in a cafe, and I yeah. I want to say there might have been. Yeah. No. No. Yeah. The cafe. It's definitely one. If the cafe is definitely. But one. it's a, it's not the same masked figure though. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. The cafe yeah. is definitely one, and then. And then it's like, yeah, then Golly Law is like setting up for outside of Ice Cream's right. place. Right. Yeah. And Dang. It's so good. It's so yes. good. And I hope we're able to explain and, what and happens the, well. And I'll oh, go ahead, comment, Chris. Um, the mass, the mass uh, guys. So they don't, they don't ever get revealed. I think these are the same mass guys we see recently, like now, right? If I'm so, not mistaken. No, no. So at this point, at this point, we've only seen the tall mass figure. This new right. mask yeah, figure, so when they're, this, he's shrouded. Oh, bear. The, the bear. The that. bear mask wow, figure. This really isn't working. Yeah, you know the bear who that is. Yeah. Yes. There it is. We, he wasn't wearing the bear, but the bear is the same one. There's So in the anime, there's a scene where there's another figure with a different voice uh, talking to her about the second plan. And it's very brief. It's no, They don't really tell you the details. It's just... okay. You know, very brief, but it's clearly a different one from, you know, the CP9. CP9. Oh my goodness! And we're forgetting one more thing. So much is happening. It's so packed. Aqua Laguna is coming. Aqua Laguna is coming. It's a, on the rise. A yearly, an annual uh, uh, sea storm, right? Mm -hmm. Right. It's that a, raises the like water level. Lower Why do you live that here? Why do you live here? <laughs> why do you live here? <laughs> I get it. It's the Grand Line, but why do you live here? <laughs> right. <laughs> literally got so, it. So you know what's scene. crazy? And you also thinking at this point, like, dang, the Grand Line's crazy. Like you're like everywhere, everywhere, like everywhere you live, someone lives in some type of harsh environment, not knowing that shit gets worse from here. Well, not worse, but crazier. It, I think you, I mean, you, you take what it. you can. You take what you can. <laughs> right, exactly. Where else are you going to go? <laughs> no, no island is perfect on the ground. You could level. always be like, it could be worse. It could be worse. But what's funny here is that um, I think, is it Sanji and Chopper? Sanji and Chopper, they're like, <laughs> they say some stupid thing. Hey, Aqua Laguna's coming. We got to make sure everybody knows. Yeah, they're... They're like, Everybody? Everyone. It's where this wave comes and hits, and they're yelling it right outside the merry-go. So Usopp can hear. So good. Perfect. And then he it's doesn't the even hear. He's like, oh. what was that? No, he hears it. He, he, no, he, hears he doesn't. It. No, he does. He's like, what's that about a high tide? That's the, the wind's picking up. That's right. No, I'm telling you, Usopp comes out of the merry. He's like inside. He walks out. He's like, what was all that screaming? He has no idea. No, I swear to you. I'm pretty sure the panel, because he no, said. No, I'm yes. telling you, Usopp did not maybe, know it was them. Maybe it's a, no, no, he didn't know it was them that said it, but he heard what was being said because then he comments on the wind. He uh -uh, comments no. on the, yes. Because, he, no, because the manga, you know why? In you the know manga. Why? In both, because, oh, I mean, now we're jumping to that part now. He was going to leave the Mary out there. I'm just saying, when when he heard Us, I'm sorry, Sanji and Chopper, he didn't recognize that it was Sanji and Chopper. But when he came out, he heard enough to question the wind was picking up along the shore, and he was like, 
Now that I think about it, the wind is picking up a bit. He was mildly aware of what was going to happen. Did no. he have the solution? No, he did not. I, was, I can literally point to you the pan. Do, do you want to do this? Well, hold on, hold on. No. Let's, let's, let's go. I want to move go. on. Nope, too let's late. Go. I'm going to go get it. Let's go to the the epic center, the epicenter of this stretch, I think, of this arc. Um, it's Luffy, Nami, Zoro. Um, they're all are they're staking out, right? And Chopper and Chopper and Chopper are staking out. Sanji's just doing his Sanji wandering. Okay, thing. that's the thing about Sanji, and uh, this arc does it really well. And so does Enos Lobby. You're like, where the fuck is Sanji? Yeah. All right. So Sanji's doing his own. I'm thing sorry. Right? No, we're we're gonna dial it back just a little. We're bit. about to. We're, we're, we're we'll dial it back state. just a little bit for Grandmaster. Hold on a second. I literally had the panel right here. All, all right. As you're doing this, I As, will say that this is one ahead. of my favorite covers. This cover is amazing. Oh, yeah. Um, that's the one I'm looking at right now. I know. I have it also. You see it's that, Grandmaster? Wow. Volume, volume 36. Right there. That's okay. Right there. Usopp didn't know about Aqua don't Laguna. Worry, don't worry. Hold on. Just hold on. Just hold on. Just, don't worry. He don't didn't worry. know about Aqua Laguna. He, he did. did not know about Aqua because Laguna. Because he, he, he was repairing the ship to, like... It was specifically for Aqua Laguna. He knew about it, but he didn't right hear here. it from Sanji. Right. In we've established, Chopper. he did not know it was Sanji or Chopper. But right here, right here, let's see if we can see it. Oh, can you see nope, it? Can't nope. see it. Okay, oh, but wow. it says, this. you got to do this. You got to oh, put you your do... face. Oh, yeah. okay, okay, okay. So let's see. Right, right here, right. I can't got... see what that says. I of course, see. of course. What so chapter he says, was it? I'll read it for you. He Which says, <laughs> what were those voices just now after hearing after hearing Chopper and Sanji? So he doesn't know it's Chopper and Sanji that, that, that were yelling at him. Then right below that, what does he say right here? Something, something about a high tide? Question mark? Wow, so he it, knows about Aqua Laguna. Come to think of it, the wind is pretty strong. That is literally what we've been saying. He Great. picked up on it and found out, okay, I heard someone saying something about a high tide. And he it's, did nothing about it. Doesn't matter. He knew. He, he knew. didn't know. Case in point, I already proved my manga Penny, panel. Penny Bowlitz in the podcast. He didn't know. Anyways, <laughs> after on. the case has been settled. Moving. Time to set up the stakes. Time to set up the pieces of... One of the, I think this is like up there for me. Like the, these stretch of chapters right there are really up there for me. Um, so you have the head honchos of Galley Law stationed outside of um, Iceberg's place. You got Luffy, Zoro, right. Chopper, Nami outside waiting to just see if anything sketchy goes down. Um, and you have Iceberg kind of just chilling in his room you know, waiting to see if anything's going to happen. Um, and then slowly but surely, the pieces start to play out. Because I think Robin and a big bear guy show up. Right. They show up for, They show up first. Or actually, a couple of things. I, think, um, I think Iceberg sends Khalifa away and says, bring in... Polly. Bring in Polly. Right. And this is where Polly kind of, he's giving crew member vibes. 
He, he seems is. important at this moment. Yes, you know, Kame Chris. Yes, we've been Kame. sleeping on Polly <laughs> no, this whole podcast. No. But Polly, pretty great. Polly's been leading the charge anytime Galley Law is involved. Like, exactly. if it ain't Iceberg, it's Polly. And yes, he brings Polly in, and he tells Polly to go to uh, either some other site off the Galley Law complex. There's a safe. No, I think it's in the room. I think it's in the building. It, it's it, yeah, it is in the building. Okay, it's in the building. It's in a room and it's in a safe. He says, "Go get those," and it's blueprints. You don't know two of what. Well, it's been hinted so it's at through stretch. the story so far. Where I don't think they've dropped it at all yet. Not yeah, not blueprints, but in the in the beginning part of the arc, we had government officials coming over to visit Iceberg. You're right, and we didn't okay. know what exactly they wanted from him. But it would be frequent visits. They would be like, "You're gonna give it to us? No," and then they would leave again. They would visit. Or no, again. no, no. He Iceberg alluded that he didn't know what they were talking about. Right, like he, he didn't. He like there were no such. The the thing you're looking for is not here. He he would shoot them away, basically. Right. right. Um, no, no. So, so in this moment, he sends Polly away. He sends Khalifa away and tells Polly a secret. Um, and then like I think Polly goes to check out the secret, and then an explosion happens because, I mean, they don't tell you this at this moment, but CP9's like, we got him. We've set it up where um, Iceberg thinks he's gonna die. So he's finally giving the blueprints to the next in line, like to the apprentice. We can now make our move. Explosion happens, a uh, whip girl shows up. That's when Robin and the bear man show up. Um, and I think the two of the members of Galley Law run away. You know, they run away because they think they hear the explosion. Yeah. They hear the explosion. No, you uh, you don't. Do okay. you need the manga panel again? When they, they set up the galley law, you don't actually realize who's not there. What do you mean? No, no, no. You, uh, Kaku and Kaku and um, Luchi are left at the door. They they stay at the door. The other two right. members run away to go explore, to go see what exploded. Yeah. And that's because that's important. when you see their bodies later. And you're like, oh, wow, yes. Luchi and Kaku are... Are yes. down. Yes. yes, exactly. Then you start seeing. Then all the mass people show up. Uh, the skull guy, the minotaur, um, and Luffy busting. Because yeah, because um, the skull guy and the minotaur they confront Polly. They're like, "Yo, what do you got for us?" And this is when like things just get super hectic because Luffy busting, um, Zoro and Nami. No, yeah. Oh my gosh. Hold up. Well, well, no, hold on. They bust in at the same time. Well, you, you gotta sell it though. Okay. It's not. It's not that they just you know oh, show up. It's like these four. They're foreboding and they're standing over there over Polly. Like we took out all the guards. We got you dead to rights. Give us those plans in your hand right there. And so yes, Robin and the bear guy are in. Um, what you call it? They're in the room with Iceberg. Luffy bust in. Ooh, actually, Luffy got oh man, Luffy got stuck. Luffy right. disappeared and he got stuck in because between the building. No, not yet. Oh, yeah. No, it happens twice. It happens twice. Yeah, it happens twice. twice. Yeah, it happens twice. 
I thought it was okay. once before, but it was it was twice on step. Yeah. He tried jumping across the way Kaku was doing it. He when does he was, get stuck. Yeah, Man. when he was hopping across the buildings. So Luffy's like, I can do that too. And he gets stuck in between a building. So because they're wondering, where's Luffy? Where's Luffy and all this? He was supposed to- Right, the what? chaos is now going on. <laughs> Uh, right. I, I don't remember how he gets they're, unstuck. Oh, no. I remember why. Their logic was they wanted, they thought Luffy went ahead because he just went guns blazing to go and attack the, <laughs> the company. And yes. they're like, okay, so if Luffy is going in guns blazing, he should have thinned out this area of the building. And they go there, Nami and Zoro, and they get to the page. Right, bam, right there. He's stuck. Luffy is stuck in that page. Nami and Zoro go to the front of the building. They're like, okay, so it should be empty here. Full guards. They're all waiting there. They're like, wait, where's Luffy? He was supposed to take care of this. He's stuck in a building. He can't, he, he's sandwiched in between the the crack of a two of two buildings. Um, but so what Zoro, Nami, they start busting through them, right? So yeah, so Zoro, Zoro, Nami, and Chopper, they all get to- Chopper's there. Iceberg. Oh yeah, Chopper's there too. They all get to Iceberg's room last. I don't remember what happened. I don't, I, I don't know how through. Luffy got out. How did Luffy get out of the buildings? I think he just eventually hmm. squeezes. Yeah, he, you know? he just I says- he just squeezed oh. out. He just okay. says, oh, I got it out takes finally. Him a that while. was pretty bad. Oda that sometimes was... likes to use Luffy getting stuck as like, a plot device to you know, the, maneuver right. pieces before Luffy can interrupt. But so that's what he's doing here. Um, and Luffy then, does interrupt. He he does burst in on Polly, and him and Polly get captured. They right. stick him to the wall. Yeah, the floor. This is the floor. so. I, or, I don't yeah. know if we're selling this. I don't know if we're selling this. So let me. Just, it, like, it's chaos. It's really it's hard chaos. to to connect so all the pieces. Happening. Um, but to Grandmaster Hoop's point, if this like, there's like just this energy during these chapters where it's like, it's so foreboding. These masked villains look so scary. And like, at least writing like, or reading in the manga, it's just like, in like the black and white, seeing like these like, this Minotaur figure is so like- The Minotaur eerie. looks devilish. With like, the, with the, the eyes. With the, the really eyes. weird eyes. Yeah. yeah. The Minotaur person's so intense and like all this galley law people that you've like kind of like seen be like these super strong players just get wrecked. Right. Like Kaku, yeah. Luchi, um the other guy, um all of them just yeah. get wrecked by like yeah. these mass figures. And you're just like, one, it's two things that are happening. One, it feels like most of the pieces that were potentially, you know bad guys have been taken out and it's just like who are these people um you hear about cp9 um and cp9 is like this government agency and that that was explained at the bar and so you're like seeing them in action while so much chaos is going down and they're all like making these like crazy moves and it's really good stuff and it's really and then good you stuff. have that um we get to that room with Iceberg, and it's only him and Nico Robin at this point. And yes, he says right. something super. This is like one of the most important scenes, probably in all of One Piece, and really for for Robin's arc, where he was just like, "I've always wanted to meet you, um, so I can kill you 
<laughs> so I can, he pulls out a guess so I could kill you. And then he's like, because of the poneglyphs, you should know that the poneglyphs are, you know, forbidden, you know. And then he drops the ancient weapons. The, you know, the thing we were hinted at in Alabasta is coming back. Pluton. Right. Pluton. Eco's the only person who can reactivate the ancient weapons. So, yeah. So, like, this thing that was mentioned in Alabasta is brought back to the forefront where it's like, oh, this is what this is all about. You know, the government's trying to get their hands on these ancient weapons. And they have a really cool conversation before, you know, everybody else shows up because the Minotaur and the Skull Guy, they're they're talking to Polly, and Polly like drops like, yo, these blueprints are fake. And it's just like, what's happening in this arc? Like, just like- What's going on? It's like there's fake outs left and right. The ancient weapons are back. Like, who are these? Like, who are these people? They just like wreck Polly. Um, that's when Luffy shows up, and like Luffy's like immediately tied down. Yes. Um, they can't do nothing. And then, and then that's when like Luffy's talking to Polly, but they're still tied down for a bit. And that's when these four masked members confront iceberg, iceberg and they're just like like yo like give it to us oh and it's so good in this scene where it's like they're confronting iceberg and that stupid little pigeon shows up onto the screen the and, and it's kind of like they're all coming out their clothes and then the pigeon with the little bow tie lands on the minotaur's shoulder even though we just saw Rob Lucci like dead outside. Um, and then they all come out their mask and it's revealed that it's Lucci, Kaku, Khalifa, and- Bluno. 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 They're CP9. Well, they're and like, we are like, agents of Cypher Pole 9. Right we, but we forgot one of the most important parts. We find out that the blueprints that they're after are fake. We already we just said that. Yeah, we said, oh, we that. said that. Oh, I was gone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was sad. You were here. <laughs> it's it's a it's a money shot. It's a it money is, shot, man. It is. A I mean, with they look scary. To the bad as the bad guys. And it's, it's so crazy how they went from like for being comfortably familiar at this point. Where like you see them down, you're like, damn, Luchi and Kaku. Then you're like, damn. Well, whoa. They, they got like a well, whole new like aura. Like in that one little moment, you're like, wait, now, now well, they like see way more intense. Polly, <laughs> Polly said it best too. So they all come back in now. So Zoro, Nami, Chopper are in the room. Luffy and Polly are now. They're all in the room together. They all crash in at the same time. Yeah, they all crash in. I don't. I think Robin's already gone at this point. Robin's gone. Yeah. Yeah. Robin and Bluno, I think, are gone. Um, and Polly said it best. He said, "All these years, because they've known it. They've known them for four years. Four years. Four years. They've known them. And like Polly that. says, you know, all this time, I've never heard your voice. You know." So, so so wait, do do we wanna because I, I, I think this should be addressed. Um was it the pigeon talking or was he was was Lucci a ventriloquist? Lucci is on? a ventriloquist. Let's he is, but let's think that the 
pigeon. The pigeon does was moving like its its hands it's and so everything. Much better if like one of the biggest badasses in all of One Piece is also a ventriloquist <laughs> for no reason. It's so absolutely good. not. <laughs> no reason. It adds it nothing like to a, your mission. It does not add anything to your cover. It wasn't like the ooh twin attack with my with my twin bird ventriloquist. Okay, but wait, no. Now we're getting. Now we're getting. Again, I'm going to reference this. The Togoro brothers in, in what do you call it? Uh, whatever Yu that Yu anime Haka is called. Yu Yu Hakusho. The older, the younger one, he likes orange juice. That's not relevant to the plot. But it's a great character moment. But it doesn't so take away. It, it, it's just the fact that this man is not speaking. <laughs> like I... it, He's not saying, like, my favorite meal is chicken and rice. He's He's not speaking, and he's letting the pigeon talk. I love Robert Lucci as a character. Because, Robert. Because, yeah. No, it's not Rob Lucci. Lucci. Oh, I thought you said Robert. No, you said Robert. Robert. Said Rob, Rob Lucci. This full name, Robert. Um, you know, like, I love how he's introduced as this, like, ventriloquist that doesn't talk. Um, and then to Kame Chris's point, like, now showing that picture of him, He's so intense and it's so like, and it's not like in this, like, um, I'm gigantic, like, you know, in a Kaido kind of way. Um, it's just like this, this kind of casual, like, he has an aura. Yeah, he really does. It is literally what Oda does again. Yeah, I was gonna say that. We met Aokiji, who cripples like the whole crew and then he rides off on a bike <laughs> you have rob lucci who comes off as just this stupid silent pigeon guy and then he's revealed to be the leader of these master class assassins they're masters of the six powers and he's still rocking the pigeon like you that thought pigeon the does pigeon, not leave. people thought the pigeon would have been part of the act no, the pigeon is him. I thought the this pigeon would be part of the power at that point. This man is so intense. It's like, honestly, right. The way he's drawn, he's, I like it. The but shadow they try to make him. Uh, they try to make him like, unassuming by saying, "Hey, he loves ventriloquy." Like, but I mean, it was great because everyone had like a very softness to them. Like he gave me like a grungy hipster ventriloquist in the beginning. And Kaku was just kind of like a, just very like a casual everyday. Kaku's guy. a nice guy. He's a yeah, nice guy. you know, no, like they were just no. like regular people, and all of a sudden, it's like we can now exterminate them. What in the fuck <laughs> just happened? Well, actually, <laughs> it's funny that you say that because they all. It's Polly is like in tears. Polly is over here like, y'all were my friends. I thought we were friends, and. They actually recognize Polly as a friend. They say, "Sorry, Polly, uh, we might have been friends, but justice first. Somebody asked it. them. Somebody asked them, like, "Hey, was did you lie about your evaluation?" And they were like, "No, like we took our job so seriously." Which oh, is, but that's, but that was rubbing salt in the wound at that point, right? Really? That was to me. That was I realized that that was just like, yeah, we took our job so seriously. So no matter what, you're still you're still oh you're still bound by our well, decision. It was, of like it, it's a poor ship now. It it, it 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 you know it's the whole you know they're undercover. They played the part. 
they really play the part. They yeah, had they, to play that part in that moment. They didn't have to know? ask any of their evaluations. And the thing is, too, they weren't necessarily, they didn't have beef with the Straw Hats, you know? They had right. no business to lie to them, you know? They so, could care less about the Straw Hats. They're exactly, like, yeah. They were not on their radar at all. No. It's just like, hey, like, as we'll find out, Nico has a relationship with them, so gonna, they have to do stuff for the Straw Hats, but they really don't care about them. Yeah, you know? I was going to say, they're like, I mean, indirectly, yeah, but I mean, who, who they're really going for is Nico Robin, which is yeah. insane, like how long this chase for Nico Robin goes. <laughs> but, well, yeah, but now but, it's a, but see, that's the thing is that what we realized is that they were never here for Nico Robin. Nico Robin no. was an add-on. She was a plus. Right. You know, they were here for these plans that Iceberg had. And they and were like, just, and we, they like said the perfect thing at the perfect time. It was right. Because they said we can use Nico Robin to our liking. Because basically what they said now with Robin, they're going to frame the straw hats for all their misdoings. Right. And basically be able to, you know, stay undercover. Yeah. It's I actually kind of genius. It is kind of genius, but I don't, I really don't know how they would have done any of this or while keeping their promise because their promise they, they're really working on like semantics they're like we promise we won't hurt them they'll get off water seven alive that's the exact wording that's uh, where we find out uh, but they're fine with being like we're going to completely frame them ruin their life make sure that they have no will to live and take one of their crew members and not explain it and then they're like, but they got off the, they got off water seven and life. I, I get think, to live. <laughs> I, I think, live. I think the logic is like they're pirates, so they're gonna get blamed for misdeeds either way. So they'll probably just be chased off of water seven, but they'll survive. They'll manage it somehow. I, I, I think that's what they were banking on, because uh, any other no-name crew would have just been obliterated by the Galila company. I feel like Luffy could have taken care of a good majority of them alone. Um, yeah, if he was going all out, yeah, for right. sure. Right, uh, except for Luchi. But but in that reveal with Ka with uh, you know Kaku, Luchi, and uh, everyone else, you get you know kind of like uh, a little mini battle, right? With uh, oh, yeah. a little bit, little a little one, bit yeah. of one. Um, because do, do they? So they do the Devil Fruit reveal yes. with Luchi. Does Luffy fight him a little bit first before the double reveal? So what what happens is, yeah, they do a little skirmish. They're outmatched, and then Luchi's pretty much he says, "If you think you're outmatched now, just look at this. Get a load of this." Yeah, like literally, he <laughs> says, "You have no idea who you're dealing with." You know, now he only really doesn't. No, it's true. They have not. I mean, they haven't been up against this, and and again, here's the whole. Oda gives ways for people to match devil fruits. They are masters of the six powers. So they start showing off the six powers. They start showing off shave. They show off iron body. Moonwalk. Uh, yeah, they show off the moonwalk. They're showing them off. And and, and finger pistol. They're doing the finger, finger pistol. pistol. And That's so, so Luch bad. yeah, and Lucci basically says, well, imagine if a devil fruit user could be the master of these and then he transforms and at this point right. you're like oh jesus do we like, see do look we at the size difference too he's huge <laughs> yeah did you see how big he was he's, he's huge so he is a monster <laughs> next to them so he ate 
what the the cat cat fruit leopard model leopard model that's yeah. that's his devil fruit and, and he's adding a little bit more of the you know adding more of the mythos to the devil fruit abilities because i think this is the first time where we hear you know he he basically says you know there's logia paramecia and zones but he adds a little bit of an extra detail to zone types where he's like the benefit of a zone type user is that if it's an animal which it, it is it adds to the ferocity of right. what that yeah, animal chopper is. says not good carnivorous zone types grow right. more ferocious too so exactly yeah that, that was so, Oda just being like oh this man rob lucci does not play he will eat you he will bite your neck and like drink your blood while you're like dying listen that, he finger pistols luffy with one finger through his body i'm like dude this guy's dead <laughs> like he pierces him his finger comes out the end of his back yes it does it does <laughs> like no, apparently it missed all the vital organs from an expert assassin the expert assassin yep i and again but like it's interesting because you know oh, it wait, pierces but it okay. did because remember they have to get off the uh water seven alive so that was very get, purposeful that was oh okay right right that is very true um i i just like the fact how they were using finger pistol originally on luffy and they purposely zoomed in on their finger like hitting his neck to show like it doesn't really like it hurts him but it, but doesn't, it doesn't do pierce him. it does not pierce him then you have rob lucci with the talons coming in with the cat cat fruit and he <laughs> just goes right through him and Luffy's gone. He, he sends Luffy flying. He sends Luffy, yeah, he sends Luffy flying. Then he proceeds to send Zoro flying. Right. He sends yeah. Zoro, Zoro plops into the ocean. And then um, Luffy gets lodged in between two buildings again. And um, then at that point, yeah. they're like, there's a bomb that's going to explode. And they're like, well, the rest of y'all, Chopper and Nami, y'all weak. Y'all don't deserve our time. Yeah, they're like, so they're like, they're like, wow. So we set this whole thing up so we could have Iceberg give the plans to whoever the next apprentice was. Polly seemed like an obvious choice, but they were fake plans. And they deduced that like, oh. Oh, okay. He's this is a really good reveal. Um, yes. They're like, they, they so, um, so Lucci's like, all right, if... There's no way Iceberg would just like let these plans like go. Yo, we've been here six years. We've never seen him like there's been nobody else he could have gave given this to. If anybody, I bet Lucci and Kaku were like, could have been us. Khalifa might have been like, could have been me. You know, I'm like, you know, the assistant. But it's like, all right, if it's none of us, then he must have given it to somebody else prior. Um, and they remember like this person named Cuddy. Blum. All right. So, well, okay. So, I think what it is, they they know. Okay. So, they know the story of the blueprints. The blueprints get passed down from the top shipwright in Water Seven from master to apprentice, and they say the last time. And again, this is in the records, is that the last time the world government was close to apprehending those was when Tom was alive, and so they deduce that you know tom had two apprentices right right there was iceberg and then there was cutty flam 
But in that incident with Tom, Cuddy Flam was said to be hit by the C train and died. So they're they're doing their five years undercover. In year two, so four years ago at this time, four years ago, not so they went a year without any information. On year two, they hear Khalifa says, Someone's here to see you, Iceberg. A man who goes by the name of Cuddy Flam. And they're all like, huh, Cuddy Flam. I thought he died, you know? So they're not privy to what happens in this meeting. They just know that day he met with Cuddy Flam. And then they're, oh man, uh, someone might have to take it from here. Um, So they got got that information. They're, right. They know. They know Cuddy Flam's in town. Um, they deduce that Cuddy Flam never left. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, they say, they say, no matter how much they investigated, asserted someone, they weren't able to uncover their background. Um, but like after all of this, you know, after seeing all this, they were able to kind of and kind of pretty much know who Cuddy Flam is, but also as they were telling this, they were able to see that Iceberg's like pulse was racing. And so they, uh, knew they that have Haku's checking his pulse. Yep. The lie yep. detector and they knew test. That Cuddy Flam was actually Frankie this whole time. None and other than Frankie. At this point, comic Chris, was it confirmation? Is he <laughs> even <laughs> more? Even more. Even more. <laughs> BS. Oh my goodness. Even more. I'll tell you when I when it really sunk in that like, oh, Frankie's gonna be joining the crew. It's very close. But um, yeah, yeah. Just so good. Just just incredible. The amount they put into this volume alone is wild. They packed so much. There's um, a lot to digest. Yeah, the reveal. I mean, Luffy versus Frankie, um, the assassination mystery, and then the reveal that, like, boom, that Cuddy Flam, like the other apprentice, the one who actually has the blueprints to the ancient weapon, is the guy that's been roughing up the crew the whole time. Who the whole town despises. <laughs> yeah. Who's not even a not even a carpenter? He's a dismantler, you know. You thought he was a, the troll side character that was just gonna yeah. be messing with them throughout the arc. Little Turns out he was significant. <laughs> He's extremely important. Like, Nobody's important until they're not. Exactly. Again, Oda doing the whole unassuming character trope, like like we've been basically saying up until now. Um, you have Aqua Laguna on the rise uh still coming aqua lagoon it's still coming and you know cp9 at that point dips they know that they have to find cuddy flam and they go off to go hunt him down meanwhile they leave uh nami chopper and uh paulie and iceberg to just burn in the flames they're like all right (laughs) go die now um and then from there it's a well from there, we get some insight with uh, Usopp and Frankie, right? Because this at that is when, point, this is when I realized, like, oh, clearly Frankie's like going to be a part of the crew. Because up until this moment, um, Frankie had never been like, I don't know, you never had any sympathy for his character. He was just like always, just like either like weird or the bad guy. Um, 
And then when Usopp's telling Frankie about like what happened to him and like how he lost his crew, now he's about to lose his ship, uh, Frankie's crying. Frankie's such a big baby. And like that little part right there, I was like, oh, I actually feel for this character. Oh, I think he's going to join the crew. That's when it like sunk no into me. Oh, there. It did not sink in for me. I thought this was going <laughs> to... Look, listen, when I was first going through this, I was like, Usopp has left the crew. Robin has left the crew. Um, Not officially, because the only person to leave was Usopp, because you need to get the captain's permission to leave the crew. But I was like, this, this crew, I don't even know if there is going to be a crew. What if, what if you know, they just get new people? And, you know, after this arc, I was, I was not, I was like, oh, this is not going to be, you know, I don't know what's going to happen. But I think, I think I realize it much later. Like, I think in, in Annie's um, lobby, that's when I start realizing that Frankie. And Oda was, has really was, I feel like here's where he really was pulling us with the, I feel like it always felt a little unstable if someone was going to die or leave the crew. And I think this point, you just was like, after this big fucking moment between Luffy and Usopp, you think there's no return. You said there's no coming back. He's done. He's gone. And then when Robin left, I said, okay, well, I mean, she was already, she just got here. So she looks like a stowaway anyway. So well, I, I, it really felt like, okay, well, you know, maybe we won't get any actual get more crew members. Like, I don't know what the fuck just happened. But then... I'll say, I guess, um, the um, CP9, them, their reveal made it kind of obvious that, okay, well, obviously, this is going to, um, well, really, the Frankie part of it was like, okay, this is all going to come together, and we're all going to be cool again, and everything's going to make sense. So then when Frankie explained to Usopp, like, the actual ship, uh, like, uh, okay, yeah, when Usopp explained, like, the actual ship, like, I don't know, um, when Frankie explained the ship to Usopp, I was like, okay, so, so much could have been avoided if Luffy would have just done this exact same thing that he was literally told already. It's, 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 (laughs) it's not as simple as you make it sound because, you know, Frankie, Usopp was still fighting everybody who had something to say about the Mary. Frankie had to literally pick up Usopp and throw him to the bottom of that little went, shipyard boom, yes for, for Usopp to literally see under the Mary and even then he still said no like I'm not but Usopp admits shit. that like if he admitted that yeah, the Mary admitted. can't be salvaged then he has to admit that he's also weak he's scared for himself you know and I think that's just be- I think that's a that's a, one of the beautiful parts that the Mary is not only a crew member but also representative of like the the past notions that they just went on the grand line off a whim and they didn't really think anything through it was just going to be a a journey a fun little you know get together yeah no this this is the real world i yeah this this arc really was this is the real world you you decided to get in here so it's a it's a big perspective saga everyone gets a as Anton Ego likes to say, he likes to be served some perspective. Everybody will serve perspective here. But I want to dial it back to the fire in the mansion. So, you know, the Zoro and Luffy get tossed. Chopper rescues everybody from the fire. And that's when the Galley Law realizes 
the Straw Hats couldn't have done this. Why would they save Iceberg and Polly and whatnot? And then Iceberg comes to and he says he wants to have a conversation with Nami. And in that conversation, we get what really transpired with Robin and Iceberg. Does this happen now? Yes. Yes. This so there's an after Frankie's story. We are. We're going to no, say it's, Frankie's it, story. For, but yeah, okay, it, it's Frankie's these, story is pretty before, deep. When you get to Frankie's story, then it's like after Frankie's story, it's like moving forward, moving quick. This is kind of the these are happening simultaneously. So yeah, true. you get you get um what what is Robin? So she basically says what they coerced her into uh doing all this. And right. what does she get in exchange? Why is she doing all this? The crew safe, you know. The crew right. gets to live. The crew gets to continue on and you know, Robin doesn't get to doesn't have to lose them. Which seems really important that, you know, the crew stays whole, even if it's without her. She cares about them. She yes. Does. She yeah. So she's much so, so much so she's willing to put her life on the line for them. But if but this is again these preconceived notions that the crew has been traveling with, this is the arc that destroys everything. All the and they have to build something new amongst the rubble just True. like water seven has to build on top of itself continuously for it to survive Ooh, right because nico robin always thought relatively thought that the crew would be safe but she also like if you compare like now nico robin and then nico robin would be like if if she had the same mentality she'd be like oh someone's trying to threaten me i'm gonna go to my crew and let's all handle it together and face it together. Right. No, I agree. This was this was a multi-layered uh, arc. You could say it was like an onion. Um, sure. It was. <laughs> it was. Or fantastic. the levels. There's levels to it, like Water Seven. There is. There is. I mean, it's in it's in Hooper TV's background. Like, there's so many levels to Water Seven by itself. Like, that's. I feel like that's the embodiment of the arc, especially at the top. Look at the sunshine at the end of the at the end of all this. There is a happy ending at the end of all the chaos that's brewing right now. But not right uh, now. Right not now, right now. Everybody's in shambles. It's yeah. Zoro's off somewhere. Zoro was thrown away. Zoro was, was thrown, thrown away. away. Robin's um, decided. Clearly, I'm out. I'm leaving the crew. Um, Usopp's not part of the crew. And, you know, CP9's coming for Frankie. Uh, and things aren't looking good. Things are not and looking they good. They are not, not strong enough to and, be CP9. Well, and, like, um, none of them are strong do, enough to be CP9. No. <laughs> do we, do we want to uh, Infinity War this and and conclude it there on a, on a sad note? Well, no, we can conclude on this. Final note is that Iceberg reveals it to Nami. It's so tough. I know what you're trying to do, Grandmaster. <laughs> no, 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 it's fine. We're going to... This is where... what you're trying to do. This is where, um, this is where it ends. The, but it doesn't end there. No, I know it doesn't end, but the spirits, it's about <laughs> the, the spirits. roll, though. That's what you're saying. No, it's about the spirits. Thriller Bark it's is It's a next. cliffhanger. It's still a cliffhanger. But, I feel like from what I... Yeah, no, I, I know what you're saying. Yeah, why don't we just end it on the cliffhanger? No, this is the cliffhanger. She, Thriller he, Park. 
he tells her what their conversation was, which is what we just talked about. <laughs> I know. And then it is simply, here's your cliffhanger. Despite all the bad shit that has happened, they have a spark of hope in life in the Straw Hat crew as they realize Robin is doing this for them and that now that they know they are going to do everything in their power to go save her. Ooh. Ooh. That's a little ahead chronologically speaking. No, it's not. <laughs> what, what are you doing? It's li they're literally outside the Galila company burning and, yeah. and they make this reveal. You don't want um, You just ruined you it. No, I know. No, this is good. This is good. This is good. Um, I'm with this you. This is good. I'm, I'm with you. This was um, this was a lot. I mean, yeah, clearly was... we had a lot to talk about, and I think that's why we're trying to find like a nice bow to put on this section. That is a nice um, bow right there. Leave it. Alone. It's a nice bow. The section still, it's still. <laughs> there's still a lot of meat on the bone. No, we're that. gonna leave it there. Leave it there. You're not gonna, gonna finish it. What do you mean? That's what we finish it. What do you mean? I know, I know, I know. We're gonna be back. Why'd you get so mad? I'm not mad. <laughs> oh, stop. Listen. Listen. Everything else, there's everything a lot else that will, happened. We're I understand. Here. There's, and there's part two. People have to tune into. Of, of, yeah, of this arc. Of this arc. Yes, yes. We're not like yeah. skipping to Enos Lobby. Next yeah. week, we're going to start with Rob Lucci versus. <laughs> yeah, no. No. No, just there simply. Is... There is quite a bit left to digest in this portion, but that's why that's why we're splitting it up. We, we don't want to rush everything. We want to make sure we give each segment of this massive saga uh, enough time in the sun, because um, this alone was goodness over two hours. Um, any any final thoughts on like what we covered so far, uh, or like how the arc picks up next, and I guess the part two that we're gonna get into next time. Just, I think this first part that we've talked about is just a lot of buildup and the buildup here was phenomenal. So the next bit of what we're going to talk about next week is probably kind of the, the foundations as how to why we're here with the backstories we'll be going over and just next week is going to be more of like a uh, transition one part transition and there's the middle part, part. there's yeah the, there's a middle part right there's this a, is... i mean literally the middle like because it's it's technically two islands you yeah. know <laughs> we're covering the middle part right um, correct they're technically so. not even islands they're just structures in water it's a, it's a piece of land island. yeah it's a yeah I'm sure <laughs> if you call a big build a big cinder block an island that's I guess that's not the only layout it's not there's a floor there there's literally a, like an island and then a bridge and then that structure that you're talking about but we're jumping ahead we're jumping ahead um yeah i feel like the foundation where we build up from water seven it's it's some of the best in one piece i would say it's probably the best in one piece because i mean the fights in any's lobby are really epic on scale but the build-up i think is I think it's better than the payoff in a way because it was just that damn good. Yes. It was that good. Yes. Um, and you don't get that a lot. Usually the buildups to the grand finale, sometimes you have to trudge through it. And then you have your hype moments at the end where you're like, 
oh my god a new power oh my god a big reveal <laughs> uh but in this case oda pulled out all the stops he did a very phenomenal job with water seven and that's why we're still here about to you know deep dive next time for a part two and ultimately a part three so catch us next time as we tackle everything from rocket man all the way to hmm i guess that's up for discussion still where where we want to end off how about how about two. gear second we could second. we could there's gear so second. much that happens after that you know what we'll we know. There's, there it's is it's digestible it's, it, we will we will you know draw our foot in the sand once we once we get to it once we get to part two but uh, we hope if you made it this far, you enjoyed the ride along with us. If you liked what we had to say, leave a like, leave a share. Let us know your thoughts wherever you're listening to us on, whether it be Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, at the Yonko Table. And if you want to see our lovely faces along with our deep dive, check out at Dr. Jace Attorney on YouTube. But with that, everyone. Oh, and don't forget to join the discourse join our discord we're 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 talking about this all the time you have Kame chris throwing in uh luffy's intelligence as a topic all day every day and it's great check out our discord more information on that in the link in the description box down below but with that everyone i'm your yonko host dr jace attorney fellow yonko grandmaster hoop supernova's Kame chris nino at admiral hooper tv signing off Take care.